across the UK, online and on DAB. A radio star is born. You're going to love Talk Radio. Talk Radio. Evening, dear listeners. Thank you, Baldy. Thank you, The Tramp. Busy show this evening. We're going to kick off with Voice of the Beehive. And um, then I was inspired by hearing a little bit of James's, uh, James's show. And James is, is wrong on something. I've discovered Jesus. I've discovered God. Uh, it turns out I was wrong for the last 43 years. There is a Christ... There is a God, the Christian God is the one true God, and um, anyone who says there isn't is wrong. I have the evidence. Late night, Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Huh? 
Uh, that was Voice of the Beehive, and I saw them a million, million years ago, and, um, they're, 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 they're one of those bands where it's just kind of timeless pop, you know, beautiful stuff. Uh, and Voice of the Beehive are back. They're playing a gig at the, um, now what do they call these venues these days? The O2 Forum Kentish Town. What used to be the Kentish Town Forum, what used to be the Town and Country Club in Kentish Town, uh, on October the 7th, and, uh, we've got Tracy and Missy from Voice of the Beehive on the line now, all the way from the United States of America. Hello, how are you? I'm good, how are you? Very good, we've waited so long to talk to you guys, I'm glad to finally hook up. I know, it's been forever. Now listen, which one's Tracy and which one's Missy? This is Tracy and this is Missy. Okay, you have almost identical voices. Are you sure (laughs) there's not just one of you there? You figured it out. I got you. I got you sussed. Hey, listen. I saw you, uh, and I, I about nineteen ninety, nineteen eighty nine, supporting Squeeze and the Kinks at Alexandra Palace. Oh my God! Yes, that was one of our worst shows. No. <laughs> why would it why? was a weird show? Because it was in. I think we played it like ten thirty in the morning. Yeah. And it, I just remember the crowd not being into it, but but playing with Squeeze and the Kinks yes. was obviously a <laughs> highlight for us and a, a good memory for sure. I remember, too, that the acoustics were really weird and we could not hear ourselves play. It, so was... it was just kind of the sound would just vanish into the air, but... I was so nervous to open for the Kinks anyway. I, I didn't know what was going on. Wait, how do I, listen, I was there and I was enjoying it, and I know what you mean. The Alexandra Palace is—it's a weird place to hold concerts because it is just—it's just, it's it just a huge, old-fashioned hall that's not built for rock concerts. But how right. do how do you get gigs? Do you get like a phone call from your manager saying, "Girls, I've got you the opening slot for the Kinks. Are you free?" Is that how? It, or do you have to kind of go and pitch for it? It kind of works like that. I mean, sometimes they have things called buy-ons. So if there's a really popular band coming through, they, the popular band wants you to pay to go out with them. Oh. I don't know how many times we bought on. I don't think we ever bought on with the Kinks. We supported them more than once. And um, they were one of our favorite uh. bands. So that was something that we always were happy to get the phone call. Yeah, a manager calls you and says, Belinda Carlisle needs support, the Kinks needs support, and NXS needs support, what's your favorite? And then you bid with a bunch of other bands, and wow. the big band picks the little band that they want. Wow, Waterloo so the- Sunset, sorry to interrupt, Waterloo Sunset is probably, along with There's a Light That Never Goes Out by the Smiths, one of my two favorite songs in the entire world. So that was a dream come true to play with them and hear that song live. I just couldn't believe it was happening. But so the, but so the big bands, I'm not saying the Kinks did this, but, but big bands will take dollar off smaller bands. That seems a well, little bit was, tight. This was 20 years ago, keep in mind. We could, it could be very different now. It probably is. But that, you know, you pay and you get a big audience yeah. and you sell a lot of merchandise. It, it was worth it in some cases. Also, sometimes what they're trying to do is get you to go out with a like a, a band with the same kind of crowd. Yeah. So if, like, Simple Minds was going out on the road, we I think we maybe bought on that. I don't remember. But yeah. it was important for us to play to that crowd and be seen by all those people. So it's one of the business things that you get guided through by a manager, and sometimes it works out and sometimes it doesn't. We always really love playing live, though, and always had really good tours and... It well, was a highlight. Well, I remember, I remember really enjoying the show. And um, do you, have I got this right? Did you have the guitar with the baby's heads on? <laughs> it was a, it was a doll. It was a dress that I made a that dress. was made of baby doll heads. That and was it. it. Freaked everybody out, and I loved it. I still have it. Oh, it was it was brilliant.
brilliant. It was. Her- I mean, it's a wonderful image. These these heads just hanging all over the place. It was. It was. Stunning. I'm, I'm going to give it to. I'm going to give it to Missy's daughter to wear to her prom in a couple of years. <laughs> How did you lot? Now, and obviously, your your sisters. How did you lot get together as a band? Well. We were born in the same home and raised by the same parents, so we kind of got together that way. (laughs) Well, you know, we were raised by a musician father, and I think Tracy and I always wanted to be in a band, and when MTV came around, it was like Cyndi Lauper and the Pretenders and Blondie bands that we loved, and most of them seemed to come from England, and Tracy went over with her boyfriend on holiday and was messing about with some musicians, and I visited, and we cut a demo tape, and shopped it and i came back to america and didn't think anything of it and she called me about three weeks later and said people are actually calling about this demo tape and wow. asking to see the band of course there was no band at that point yeah so i packed up and came over shortly and we started hanging out in camden town and pubs where music musicians would hang and yeah. kind of word of mouth and met up with woody and betters of madness and our future manager and it happened pretty quickly for us we were pretty lucky and i think probably signed within two years i'm thinking uh, probably six months i think oh my god that's fast they kept asking me you know we like this song it was just a city or this week um and they said oh we like this song where's the band and i said oh well we're in rehearsals right now we're not playing yet there's no band i didn't even have a guitar that i could play <laughs> missy was in california so we i had to just kind of fake it and get her over here which was she was ready to go and before we knew it, it happened very quickly, which I, I have yet to figure out if that's good or bad. It was well, very quick. Isn't, I, I think that's wonderful, because you hear these things, you know, well, we, we were playing the clubs for five years, and then we went and did this, and and I, I love it when it's kind of like, well, you know, we wrote some songs, and we made a demo, and we, you know, a few months later, we had a, we had a rec- record contract. You know, it requires so many things being the perfect storm it requires a lot of hard work it requires a lot of good luck yeah it requires being in the right place at the right time so it just five or six things just fell into place for us and we were so enthusiastic and jammed about it and excited i think people kind of picked up on that enthusiasm and it kind of just spread like wildfire and i think we were different we were more colorful than the dower bands at the time and i think it was maybe a, a bit of fun pop likeness that maybe was missing for a while that made it kind of work for us. oh it was fun you, you could tell that all of you were having fun and um your tongues were ever so slightly in your cheeks you know you were you oh, were enjoying I'm... lampooning pop one thing we always said is that we want it if we ever do this and get in a band we want the image to be that we stick up for the oddballs and the nerds and that yeah. we don't take ourselves seriously in that time there was a lot of like missy said dour pop yeah. Musicians, very heavy-handed, very serious. And we thought, it's only pop music. Come on, you know, and we took the mickey out of ourselves, for sure. That was very, very intentional. It's only pop music. Well, there was, a, of course, you um, did the, the, the cover of the, the, um, the Partridge Family song, the David Cassidy song, I Think I Love You. Um, and, yeah. And there were, I do remember reading some of the reviews, and they were a little bit, you know, sneering that you were doing what is what is a classic, but it's a bubblegum classic. And there was a few upturned noses at that, weren't there? I would just fight for that. We loved the Partridge Family. Yeah. I mean, we were raised on it, and <clears throat> David Cassidy had a great voice, and it's a great song. Yeah. Yeah. That came about because Don was, who's a really great producer, was making an album called Guilty Pleasures about songs that you like that you didn't want to admit that you like. Yeah. 
and asked us to do it. We went out to California, which was fun and exciting. And <clears throat> it absolutely was, I think, our biggest hit in Australia. It went top 10. And the difference between a top 10 and a top 20 is really, really, really big. Yeah. So it, it gave us a lot of opportunity. And I love that song. I love that video. All our friends were in it. And if you're going to cover something, at least cover something that you really, really like. Well, listen, you're talking to someone who's the biggest Monkees fan in the world. So I, and, oh, you know, yeah. I love all that stuff. I love all that. And it was, it was, again, it was just that joyous feeling that I think pop should be about joy, you know, and upbeat. And, and you, you captured it perfectly. How big were you? Because it, it was only sort of fairly recently after the event that I realized, you know, that I found out that you formed over here in Camden and were part of the Camden scene. How, how big did you get in the States? What kind of, um, what, what were your sales like over there? Oh God, I we I don't think either one of us have any idea about sales, but we they played us a lot on college radio. Yeah, we did a tour with that petrol emotion that did you know a lot of sellout gigs. But I, I as far as numbers, I no. we never. I don't think we ever had a top. I know we didn't have a top ten. No. I you know we cared so much about making it in Europe and being in England at the time when we left America. It wasn't like we were trying to get back. Yeah. Right. And we probably should have nurtured the American market more. You know, I think we were bigger in, in Europe than we were in America. I could be wrong. The money is in America, but the credibility for me in my eyes was in England for sure. Yeah. When did it? When, and listen, and we, we know you got the gig coming up in October, and we're going to plug the hell out of that. And I'm going to do my darndest to be there. And I know that you've kind you of had to be there. Oh, I'm there, baby! I'm going to be stood at the front, just yeah. staring you, you out, both of you out. But and I know you've had a couple of kind of get-togethers. But when the, the, the first time it ended, what, what what was the point when you went? Nah, let's let's call this a day. Let's knock this on the head. Well. I know that Tracy was becoming increasingly disenchanted with life on the road, so I, I can throw that in there. You can only watch her hate going on the road so much. It just wasn't fun for her anymore. Yeah. And we, I was writing, we have a, a CD out called B-Side, and looking back, those are quality songs. I think some of the best songs we did are on there, and they're songs that got rejected by the record company. And after a while, it's like, well, I like this song, and you don't, and you want another song and another single and you want me to write a certain way and we're just not agreeing and then our label dropped us and we went to another label which saw less of our vision and because the boys had to make a living they had to go get a wage somewhere else so it, it naturally lived its life and ran its course and i don't i didn't want to beat a dead horse and i didn't i hated touring i hated it i can't wait to do this one gig but <laughs> as far as being on the road for months and months it just wasn't i wasn't that animal so it just kind of naturally ended itself, and we kind of took the hint that, you know, we've done what we can with the Beehive, and, you know, let's move on to something else. But I, I believe to, in my heart that the B-Sides, which will be available, I think, for sale at the gig, I believe that could have been a third a third CD, and I, I don't know. Fourth CD. What the fourth CD, sorry, fourth CD. I don't know what the problem was, but it was very disheartening. It's a, it's a cool business, just like you didn't know about the buying on and stuff. It, it's yeah. very cutthroat ruthless business that doesn't have a lot to do with music in the long run at least it didn't when we were doing it um we mentioned mentioned the kinks and of course dave and ray davis have a, a, a very uh, a, a, well actually violent history of, of arguments yeah. and fights and we you know, the gallagher brothers in oasis and it, yeah. it seems oh, to be God. when siblings are in a band together there's a bit of tension i'm not getting any tension between you two 
Well, I can name a lot of bands that have siblings in it that don't have tension. Heart. I can name Heart. I can name a crowded house. Heart. Oh, it's yes, Heart. Now heart. we're talking. In my head. Sure, we fought occasionally on the road at times, but no. My sister and I have the ability to answer each other's sentences and have each other's back, and I instinctively know things that would irritate her and she me, and we kind of, between the two of us, became kind of one superhuman yeah. and could represent each other. Yeah, it's a double-edged sword, but really, I can name those arguments on one hand, and we were together for over 10 years as a band, so we did pretty damn good, I think. Also, I think as you get older, and Missy's a mom now, and I have my her daughter, my niece, that we adore, you, we got to pick our fights much more carefully because yeah. we have a little one now at stake, and you get older and you realize, oh my God, I can't believe we actually fought about that. <laughs> and I'm grateful for that wisdom, and I'm grateful for going back to reunite with the band, all of us being the wiser for it. And yeah. I think we're going to have an absolutely incredible night. We're really excited, nervous, thrilled, etc. going to be there. Go ahead. I'm sorry to interrupt you. I was just thinking oh, out on Woody actually coming back. Yeah, I, really was just, I was just going to ask, so is, is, it the, is it the full original band? Absolutely. Wow. All the original wow. band. And when was the last time you all of you played together? It was, I, we opened for the Wonder Stuff, I think it was, what, 10 years ago? I think it was. And wow. we've been asked many times to reform, and I, I have to take the blame on just we're not wanting to. I love my job here. I love my life here. I didn't want to go back to all that and the pressure and all that. And when I heard Woody was going to do it, that was it. We yeah. had to do it. Especially having lost so many of my musical heroes in the past yeah. two years alone. In fact, we were talking about how just the joy of pure pop and i think somebody who really appreciated that was george michael yeah pop music was he was very and he embraced that very much that he was a pop musician and a pop artist and with his loss and obviously prince and bowie i just thought you know time time's gonna go faster than i think so let's just do this so and woody when where i heard woody was in that was it it was over and missy is it you that's that's got the kid Yes, I do have a little girl who's just nine. She just and lost is, another tooth, is, and yes. Oh, God, no, don't. I've got, I got boys that are seven and five, and the the, to, oh, wow. the teeth cost me a fo- I mean, the teeth cost the tooth fairy a fortune. Um, is, is she coming? Is she going to come and see the show? Well, you know, it's funny. I've been mulling it over, and yeah. I talked to my dad. He was a musician. I really wanted to bring her, and I was getting no's from people around me, and I asked my dad, what do you think I should do? And he said... Don't you remember Spinal Tap when the girlfriend came along? It wrecked everything for the band. So I think, honestly, it might be a little bit selfish if I bring her because I don't want her to be neglected, and I think it might inhibit some of the band yeah. in terms of their just letting loose. So yeah. I, I don't think she will go, but okay. I'll make a video for her. It's yeah. also funny because uh, this is Aunt, Aunt Tracy now. Hello, Tracy um, now. It's funny because she, we wanted her so badly. Just don't you want to see us on stage? And don't you want to see what we do? And she's like, eh, you know, am I going to have to sit alone for an hour while you play? <laughs> so she's not as keen on it as we are showing it to her. Isn't that funny? But I think maybe if, if we come back for another year, another reunion, maybe next year, maybe she'll be old enough. But I, I as her aunt, I don't think it's a place for a kid. I want to be able to. <laughs> Hang out with my friends, and I don't want to worry about her being bored and whatever. You're, yeah, that's, I, I, I think it's a good attitude. Is this is this going to be a one-off? This show on October the seventh is is it, or are you kind of testing the waters to see if you might do some more new songs and some more concerts? No, no. This I I am heavily into my job. Missy has a daughter to raise. This is a one-off gig. It may be a, an annual thing we do oh, yearly. Means, I don't yeah. know. 
But that's the most uh, we can say. And may, there may be a warm-up gig. We're not sure. But this is a one-off. And I don't want to give people the impression that there's a new CD coming out or that we're going to be touring. We're not. This is going to be one special evening, and everybody just get on board and enjoy it because who knows? It, it may not happen again. So we have to take what we get. I love the attitude. The number of times I've been to see bands that have reformed, and they start off with three hits, and then they go, and now we're going to play our new album in its entirety. Uh, and Oh, jeez. God, it's just... Sucks. Put put, two, put put a couple in there. Put two or three, but the whole album, guys. Really, um, I completely wh- agree. Uh, th- 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 what what are you doing now, then, Tracy? What 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 is your job? Oh, I love my job. I'm working at a school in Laguna Canyon. Yeah, which is a, a international academy. They call it. They teach uh, Spanish, French, German, Japanese, and sign language. They have a huge organic garden where the kids can make their own food and pull their own wow. vegetables. They've got, uh, we've got alpacas. We've got miniature ponies. We just got a swan for our little pond. It's very green, very environmentally conscious. And my job is to teach the preschoolers, and I'm in charge of the art department. So I, the little kids are four years old. They know Monet. They know Andy Warhol. Oh, well done, you. See this whole program. They know Jackson Pollock. We're doing Frida Kahlo right now, Gaudi from Spain. So I had this program in my mind, and they just let me run with it. So I, oh, wow. I uh, do it to all three campuses. I instill the program in all three campuses, and I love it. I love teaching. It's always what I wanted to do. Yeah. But it's funny because my experience with the band really paid off because it's kind of like being on stage sometimes, like when you do an assembly or whatever. And I just love it. I love my job. I go to work. I work in paradise. I work with people from all over the world. And it's very uh, politically correct in that everybody's allowed and everybody's included and everybody's welcome. Fantastic. And it's just paradise. I found the right job at my ripe old age, and I'm just ecstatic to have this That's this work Love wonderful it. it sounds brilliant and what what did, what what are you doing missy are you working i'm unemployed no no. <laughs> no i'm teasing i would love to be unemployed i have a little business we've got some art festivals here in laguna canyon that come every summer and i have done it for 17 years i've got a, a booth all about fairies i make handmade fairies and fairy crowns and fairy wands and the kids come and get sprinkled in fairy dust and <laughs> brilliant it's a great thing to be after a pop star and then in the winter months when i need to work i'm a caregiver i just took a dear man through open heart surgery that turned into kidney failure, but he's okay now and i've done dementia and uh diabetes and parkinson's so i'm a caregiver in the winter and i live for my art in the summer and that's how i do i I work in the winter and play in the summer I, I love it. I love you two so much. I think you're brilliant. We we, we need Sweet. you. Uh, the the gig is on Saturday, the seventh of October. It's at the Forum in Kentish Town. Um, is there? A, I, I'm probably asking the wrong people. Is there? A, have you got a website that that people should head to? Yes, there's a Facebook page. Uh, the official voice voice of the Beehive site. That's the page on Facebook. There's also I Love Voice of the Beehive, which we visit occasionally. Okay. Um, and that's on Facebook as well. And then there's Indie Days, which is on Facebook. It's all on Facebook. And we may have a Twitter. And if we do have a Twitter account, it's listed on the Facebook page. So it's... <laughs> I love that. We, we may have a Twitter. I don't yeah, know, I, but I, we, I think I'm you not, do. That- I would not know a Twitter from a tweet from a twat. I mean, I don't know what <laughs> you any can't, of that. Just, just, to, just to clarify, was that Tracy that said that? Tracy, we, the, the word twat is very, very rude over here. 
No, that that was Missy. That was Missy. I was aware of the... But you're a very naughty lady. <laughs> you're quite aware that it's a rude word. I was aware of that. <laughs> hey, listen, you're, I think you're absolutely brilliant. I'm so thrilled that you're doing a show, and hopefully I'll get to come and say hello to you on October the 7th at the Forum in Kentish Town. Please do. Please Tra- do. Uh, Tracy, <laughs> and if you, hey, listen, and if you feel up to it, you know, on the Friday and the night before, come in the studio and do some songs. Sure. Sure. Keep in touch. Where things have happened. Bless you. Thank you so much. Absolutely lovely. It's Tracy and Missy from Voice of the Beehive. Weren't they just the most delightful guests you could open a show with? Weren't they fantastic? I'll tweet all of the details a little bit during the show. I love that. We need more fun in pop, don't we? We need more uplift in pop that's what it's all about dear listener and um, we'll move onwards and upwards oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand if you don't believe in god you are going to hell you are a sinner and um you need to repent and turn to the light it's what i've done and i invite you to do the same oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand late nights with ian lee and jesus on talk radio the wild man of late night radio is back ian lee on talk radio we have ways of making you talk. So, I was brought up Church of England. I was uh, christened, baptised. I don't quite know what the, if there's a difference at all. And, and then I went to Sunday school and I went to Wednesday Club and went to church occasionally. Um, but then you kind of got to 10, 11, 12, probably 11 and 12 and thought, nah, load of old nonsense, isn't it? Load of old nonsense. There's no such thing as God. Jesus probably did exist, but it was, you know, his um, his role um, has has been hyped up over the years. And, you know, as, as, as things often do, they get exaggerated as stories get told. And the Bible was written by men um, in about the 13th century. All of this kind of stuff. Um, and then we've had some calls recently that have made me stop and think that have made me think, well, these people are so adamant that they're right and I am wrong and Muslims are wrong and Sikhs and Buddhists are wrong and Jews are wrong. These people are so fervent in their belief that maybe, maybe... They're on to something. How could anyone be as convinced as some of the callers that we've had recently about the existence of a supreme being, of a higher power? How could anyone be so convinced um, and have not put in the research, have not put in the legwork? Because you don't accept this stuff blindly, do you? You, you, you look into it. You read into it. And... If there is one true God, then it it probably is a white Christian God. And the other gods are either false idols or non-existent or evil. So it's really had me scratching my head a little bit, thinking about this, thinking about this. And um, I've been doing some reading and some soul searching. And I've come to the conclusion there must be a white Christian God. And Jesus probably was his son. And he died on the cross for our sins. And I have been a sinner. 
I am sinful. I have lusted. I have had sex outside of wedlock. I've taken drugs. I have got excessively drunk. I have gambled. I have lied. I have done all of these things that we are not supposed to do. And do you know what? I feel miserable. I feel very, very unhappy. And it's been pointed out to me on the show a couple of times that perhaps the reason I'm depressed, perhaps the reason I'm unhappy is because I am leading a sinful life and I have not invited Lord Jesus Christ into my heart, into my soul, and asked for forgiveness. So that's what I did today. I got on my knees and I prayed. And I invited Jesus into my heart. And you know what? I felt better. I felt better as a direct result of doing that. This was about three o'clock this afternoon. Since then, I have not had sex. I have not taken drugs or had any alcohol. I have not coveted my neighbour's ass. I haven't done any of these things. And I feel all right. I feel all right. God is real. God exists. And I can prove it. Science has proved that there is a God as well. This is true. I was looking online and reading through some bits and pieces because you want to research these things. And I vaguely remember a story earlier on this year that I saw in one of the newspapers. And I found it from January, the end of January. Scientists, this is for all you science buffs out there who say, well, there can't be a God because science disproves it. Well, that's that's completely wrong. Science scientists use mathematical calculations to prove the existence of God. This is from The Express on January the 23rd of this year. Scientists have confirmed the existence of God after proving a mathematician's theory which suggests there is a higher power. So... Everybody who argues, and I used this argument before in the past, everybody who argues, well, there can't be a God because science. How do you explain science? Science proves there is no God. Au contraire, science proves there is a God. We read a bit more of the story. Two computer scientists have proved that there is a holy supreme force after confirming the equations. In 1978, this is a real story, mathematician Kurt Gödel died and left behind a long and complex theory based on modal logic. Dr. Gödel's modal... Hang on a minute, let me say that again. Dr. Gödel's model uses mathematical equations that are extremely complicated. But the essence is that no greater power than God can be conceived. And if he or she is believed as a concept, then he or she can exist in reality. And then it goes on and explains the, 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 the theory. But scientists have proved the existence of God. Have a look around you. Have you ever looked at a flower? Have you ever looked at a flower? I cut the, the, um, the lawn on Sunday... And um, we had some tulips growing. 
And um, I, I, the, the cable got caught around some tulips and, and, and the head of a, a, a tulip came off. And I picked it up and I looked at it. Have you ever looked at it? Have you ever looked at a, a tulip? Held a tulip, right, in your hand and looked at it. How can you tell me that that's just an accident, that that's a quirk of fate, that, 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 that just by chance a tulip existed? And then you look inside the tulip and it's got the pollen, right? You're telling me it's an accident that a tulip exists and looks the way it does looks incredible and there are little things in there with pollen on and that that by coincidence and by accident and by by a quirk of fate a little thing called a bee was created and the bee flies around and it gets the pollen on its legs and it goes you're telling me that's an accident that's just that just happened come on when you look at something like that it becomes obvious that that was created, designed, built by a higher power, by something more powerful than us. That was designed. That was made. And that's just a tulip in the garden. Have a look at everything else. Go and look at a tree. Flipping heck. A tree. You cut a tree, it bleeds. You know that, don't you? You cut a tree and sap comes out. It bleeds, right? To protect itself and, and, and heal it up. Heal it up and think. That's, you're telling me that's because 600 billion years ago, there, like, there was nothing and then it, there was an explosion. You're telling me that just happened? That's a, a trees are, are a coincidence? Because if, if it had just happened, how come there aren't, like, half-formed sort of bushes and things that look really ugly and don't really serve any purpose. Everything serves a purpose. Everything looks like it's designed. The question, the, the, the point that really got me thinking the other day, and it's that, that, that common argument that I used to use. Aha! But what about drowning children? What about babies with cancer? You know, that, that terrible story, we talked about it last week, that, that um, baby, Charlie. Remember we had a woman phone up who was raising money for Charlie. Well, in the High Court today, the judges said that he is giving um, Great Ormond Street uh, Hospital permission to turn off his life support machine. And people will look at pe- you know, instances like that and say, well, how, that can't be a god. There can't be a god because of that. Well... Moving that child to one side and looking at the general picture. Um, the starving children, you can answer that easily. That's because we have free will. That's because we have choice. That's because God has given us the gift, or is it the curse, of free will. We have enough food on this planet to feed, feed everybody. Everybody has, could have enough food to eat if we chose to do so. God has provided for us enough food and water, and shelter for everybody. The reason that there are kids starving in Ethiopia, the reason there are kids starving in the Sudan, it's because of us. It's because of us. It's because of you. The reason there are kids starving in the Sudan is because of you. It's a challenge. It's a test from God. And you're failing at it. You are allowing children in the Sudan to starve to death. Don't even get me started on on child labour. 
I bought some really cheap... Well, I bought some clothes. I bought some clothes today. There's a shop that I go to, and every now and then I get an email saying, discount. And today it said, 20% off sale price. I went, oh, I'll go in there and have a look. And I bought two nice tops. I'll wear one tomorrow. In my head, when I bought it, it's going to make me look like um, an 18-year-old French student. You'll see it tomorrow, Catherine, when I wear it. It's going to make me look like an 18... I thought, oh, but that's nice. And I bought another top. Collarless kind of T-shirt thing. Yes, striped. Um, and I got these two tops. They were reduced. And I got them with all the discounts and the sale. I got them 15 quid the pair. 15 quid the pair. And I got them home and they're made in Vietnam. Made in Vietnam. Quite possibly by kids. Quite, quite possibly by kids getting 10 pence an hour. Your smartphone. Your smartphone. Your trainers, made by kids, made by kids, and there goes my phone buzzing now, made by kids, for tenpence an hour, kids in awful conditions, do you remember, was it in, um, somewhere in India, maybe it was Bangladesh, um, do you remember that factory about four years ago, uh, it was a factory where they were making clothes, uh, for various high street stores, and it collapsed, the whole building collapsed, and, um, about 150 people died. It was one of those things where, you know, three or four days later, they were still pulling women and children out of the rubble. That's for your cheap clothes. People are dying so that you can afford trainers. People are, 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 are going blind. Kids are going blind because they are having to study things that are smo- so small, working 10 pence an hour, so that you can have, um, the latest, you know, smartphone watch type. You know, that's what we're doing. So you talk about kids starving in the Sudan. You talk about kids suffering in India. You talk about, um, it was Bangladesh, look, 117 dead in 2012. Um, you talk about, um, child labor, child slave labor. It's your fault. God has given us a choice and we have chosen, we have chosen the route that exploits and punishes children. Kids dying of illnesses. Sad, of course it's sad. But who are we to say that that's not their purpose? That their purpose is to exist, to get ill, and to pass on to a better life. Sounds harsh and it sounds cruel. And um, two days ago, I would have felt terrible saying that. Today, I can see it. Today, I can see it. Because all the people around that child, the parents, the siblings, the, um, the doctors, the nurses, everybody's learning a lesson from that child, from that sacrifice that that child is making. They're learning stuff. We are becoming better souls because of these these poor souls that, that don't last very long, that get an illness. And through their suffering, we learn uh, palliative care and we learn treatments and we progress science and we get further. And when those children die, they can go on and save other lives. A child dies, they can, they can save five or six lives. Imagine that. And when they die, they, of course, go on to a better place. They go on to eternal salvation. They go on to sit closest to God himself. 
I can't wait to die. I don't want to die, but I can't wait to die because I know that death will be infinitely better than this place, and this place is pretty darn good. Oh three. Four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number. You're what's wrong with the world. You have a chance to repent, to change your ways, and help make the world a better place. If you are of a different faith, if you're Jewish or Muslim or Sikh or Hindu or Buddhist, well, isn't it time that you realise? You're worshipping the wrong God. You're worshipping the bad guys. There's only one God. And it's the Christian God. 0344 499 1000. Late Nights with Ian Lee. On Talk Radio. The Wild Man of Late Night Radio is back. Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. And another thing that proves the existence of God, and I could do this all night, Angela, I'll come to you in a second, 0344 499 1000. Another thing that proves the existence of God, the banana. Isn't the banana amazing? It's perfect. It's ready meals, ready to go. It's an eye-catching colour, so you can spot it. It's It's got its own p- protective wrapping, which you can peel off. And it's the perfect food to be held in the human hand. Beautiful. Bananas prove that God exists. And you can't disprove it. 03444991000. My God's better than yours. Angela's on the line. Good evening, Angela. God bless you. Yeah, right. <laughs> Do you really want me to believe in that? After the week I've had this week. You've been tested? No. He's been testing you? No, he ain't been testing me at all. I've been testing it. I'll tell you what, Ian, no. I'll give you a clue, shall I? I've faced death several times for the last four months, but I'm still here. And I'll tell you for one thing, he's a thicking alien. Why don't you see that he does not exist? I've lost a dear friend to cancer this week. I'm sorry to hear that. You want me to believe in a being? Oh, I've had this all my life. I said, I can shout you the Bible down to to, to, to teeth if you like. But I tell you what, you don't mention women prophets. It's always about male prophets. There's a women prophet called Ruth, and there's a women prophet called Esther, and Jesus came out of Mary's bitch. So get that one, and... Why are you so... Well, I don't understand what... I understand. I'm sorry about the loss of your friend. That's but, terrible. I don't understand your anger about I women. Because you and Ken, you're all you males, you profit, do the profit bit, and you say, you don't mention anything about the female prophets. There's loads of them. Well, give me a, I've thought. only been a Christian uh, for about 12 uh, hours. Uh, yeah, 12 hours. But I know the Bible better than Ken. Put together... Well, if Ken, really, if you're, Ken, really, if you're listening really, and you want to really, um, have a Bible off, then 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 oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. I'm not going to go, you Ian. But I'm you just are a little about, bit, but I forgive I, you. I'm not going to go, in, Ian. But I'm just about fed up with this religious crap. Hello, Angela. She's put the phone down there. Um, well, Angela, I'm sorry to hear about Angela's loss. Um, but she has um, had a very uh, upsetting week. 
Um, I like to think that her friend is in a better place, and 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 it's always very very sad when when someone passes. Of course it is, of course it is. But um, I do like to believe in the afterlife. I know that a lot of people get a lot of comfort from that. I didn't quite understand the point about the the the, the women. I didn't quite understand because there are women in the Bible. Of course, Mary Magdalene is uh, in the Bible. Um, but God is God is male. It's, it's referred to as him and he. So we know that God is um, God is masculine. Um, but but I, I, I'm not angry with Angela. I, I forgive her, of course, uh, for that outburst. She's obviously very very upset. And when we do get upset, that's when our faith is tested the most, isn't it? That's when it's tested. Um, the most when it's really pushed to the limits oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the um telephone number if you want to give me a call i would ask if you're going to call um do stick around for a conversation if you don't mind stick around and we'll have a conversation and we'll we'll, we'll kick some ideas around there's no rush um, no jumping to conclusions and let's try and respect each other's, um, uh, opinions, but also bear in mind that I am right. Let's go to CJ. Good evening, CJ. Hello, Ian. I, as you have turned to, to the Lord God, Jesus Christ, I, I wanted to come on the air and apologize to you and beg for your forgiveness. I forgive you. Thank you. I feel my soul lifted. I really do. I went on the uh, talk forum um, page and I called you a knob. And I just wanted to say, I'm sorry. And if you can forgive me. I've forgiven you already. I didn't even need to know what you'd done to forgive you. Thank you. I feel, I feel saved now. I, I do. I feel, I feel blessed by your... Do you believe experience. in God, CJ? Um, I believe the universe is such a mystery... That that it's it's so much for our little brain to comprehend because there's, there's a cosmic balance of one thing balancing against the other. Now now try now try and put those words into a sentence that actually says something. I can't. <laughs> the universe the universe isn't a mystery. It's 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 the greatest mystery. No, it's, well, it's, it, 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 yeah, it's it's a mystery, and we have the instruction manual. Do we have the proof? What proof do you need? Have you read the Bible? Yeah, it's, the, it's the instruction manual for for life and the universe. I like um, the quote in there that says, "If you are layeth with a man, thou shalt be stoned." And I will say, where, you, where exactly is that quote? Oh, I can't have to find it. No, because you, you've you've made it up, and that's fine. <laughs> but because my because I know that I'm right, and this is the this is the joy of this. Now I get it. Now I n- know that I'm right. People making jokes and, and, and prodding me with their finger and, and um, making fun, it doesn't bother me because I forgive you. Because you forgive us, you forgive us. Yeah, I forgive you and I pity you. I pity you. I, 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 feel, I feel your light flowing through me. Okay. I do. I feel sorry for you. I feel, I feel your grace. Okay, you're not listening, are you? No. <laughs> no, well, try, try and listen because you might learn something. You might, you might learn something, CJ. So you never know. 
I'm trying to save your soul. Trying to it's save quite, me. It's quite a good, it's quite a, a big thing I'm doing. For my many, many, many sins. Are you able to listen? I am. I okay, am. well, try, try and listen. And try, and I understand you, you know, you're doing the, the keyboard and the comedy bit because you're a bit, you're, you, I don't know if you're a bit nervous or something, and that's fine. God could help with nerves. Um, but try and listen, because what I'm saying um, will only affect you for the rest of eternity. I know, but Hellsoul's pretty good, you know, fire and brimstone and, 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 and you know, it sounds great. I really pity the the fact that you're unable to listen and engage, and that that really saddens me. Tis sad, tis. But see, you're not even listening to to that. Why is that? Do you think? Why 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 have you got this this um this defence mechanism kicking in? Oh, the the the, the Lord. No, 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 no. Just try and answer it. Just take a few seconds and try and try and answer it seriously. Why? What are you scared of? Religion, I, I think it's a, I think it's a dangerous game. I think it's caused so much suffering and pain in the world. No, it hasn't. It hasn't caused any suffering. Hasn't caused any pain in the world. That's man that does that. That's because man, we've been given a free will. But but man choice. created the religion in the first place. Man wrote the Bible. Man, man created God. So but so, what are you scared of? Everyone's scared of something. I'd say I'm scared of life. Why are you scared of life when when there is someone that can protect you and walk with you in your loneliest moments? Oh, well, I've been through trials and tribulations, I suppose, and I've never felt someone's walking with me. I felt that I've always been on my own. And well, that's there, okay. There is someone with you, CJ. There is someone. And if you ask for their help, they'll, they will give you their help. I'm going to pray for you tonight. I shall, I shall, I shall, I shall thank you for that. <laughs> God bless you. You, you nearly, you, you, you went back into it then. Well, we, ha- we, we had the real <laughs> CJ for about 15 seconds. That's a did, start. Yeah, That's did. a start. <laughs> Thank you, CJ. God bless. Thank you very much. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. We had, we had the real CJ for about 15 seconds. That's a start. That's a start. People are scared. Of course they're scared. But there's no need to be scared. Um, Want to join me? Want to come and share your faith with my listeners? 0344 499 1000 is the telephone number. Late Nights with Ian Lee and God on Talk Radio. Talk Radio. 0344 499 1000 is the telephone number. If you want to uh, give me a call, if you're of faith, um, do phone up and share it with me. Um, if you're not of Christian faith, but of another one, phone up and tell me why you think you are right, because I will be able to prove categorically that you're back in the wrong horse on this race. Across the UK, online and on DAV. Get an earful of unusual nocturnal emissions with radio's Lord of Misrule, Ian Lee. No relation, thank God. Unfiltered Night Talk with the original king of unconventional conversation. Late night, Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. That's Sean Spicer, huh? He's a crazy guy. Not even Hitler resorted to chemical weapons. Forgetting, of course, the use of Zyklon B in the gas chambers. A pesticide that was highly toxic to humans and used to exterminate the Jews. But but Hitler didn't resort to chemical weapons. Just a little bit of Zyklon B. 
Unbelievable. And then the story about the, um, the passenger on the, um, uh, on the United Airlines plane. Have you seen how they're trying to spin it now? They're trying to spin it that this guy, I think, is from Kentucky, I think. And, um, that he may have, if not a criminal record, he is a doctor, but, um, he is, there have certainly been complaints made against him as a doctor. And I believe he was suspended from practicing for a bit. And, I mean, um, so why do I know this? So how is this important? Why is this relevant? It's not relevant at all, is it? Because the people that yanked him off the plane wouldn't have known about the complaints of malpractice. So, you know, a bit, you can't say it's karma. His history is irrelevant to him getting having his face smashed and getting dragged off a plane and humiliated in front of his, I think, his wife and kids. And that is... A lot of the news agencies are starting to say, well, yes, but... Boy, oh, boy, I've got so much evidence against that guy. He was a dodgepot. So what? It's irrelevant. It's absolutely irrelevant. He was treated terribly by United Airlines, who have got previous... And what he may or may not have done in the past has absolutely nothing to do with it. Absolutely nothing to do with it. Uh, you can call in about those things. You can call in about anything. But uh, this evening we're discussing religion. Um, I was blind. Now I can see. There's a, there's a line, isn't there? What was the line in the song? Oh, I tell you a brilliant line in a song I heard. Just going off on a tangent, indulge me for a second. Um... My boys, thank you for this, Catherine, have been listening to the Sing CD soundtrack. Really good film. It's not out on DVD until next month, I found out today. Um, but it's a really good film. And the soundtrack is brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. And we were listening to it. And there are a few songs on there that are done by the original artists. There's a lovely Cat Stevens song. There's the Spencer Davis group, Give Me Some Lovin'. Um, and there are some songs that are covered by the the monkey and the snail and the the pigs and the, from the film you watch the film you know what it is and um the covers are brilliant brilliant version of um, i'm still standing by the gorilla brilliant version it's great but there's a song on there done by the original artists that i'd never given any time to whatsoever I always thought it was a bit of a stinker because i didn't really like either of the artists right it's a collaboration under pressure david bowie and queen it's brilliant. It's brilliant. And there's a line in there. Um, I, le- I need to... Oh, no, Google doesn't exist in this world. Google doesn't exist. The line is... Hang on. Um, uh, it's, I, I'm, I, I can't remember the first two lines, but it's something like... Um, millions of people working out what life's about. I've been watching some of my good friends screaming, Get me out. Flipping heck, that's about suicide. That's a suicide line, isn't it? The best bit of Under Pressure, it's that piano bit. Dun, 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 dun. That bit. The best bit of Under Pressure. It's a great song. And I've never really um, given it much thought. Dun, 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 dun. Great song. I nearly Googled the lyrics. Google doesn't exist in this world. 0344 499 is the telephone now if you want to give me a call. You can call in about anything, but I was blind, now I can see. I apologise to everybody who um, 
is of the Christian faith. The Christian faith only. All the other ones are wrong. Um, I apologise for giving any of my Christian listeners a hard time. God is real. God exists. And um, God can make a huge difference. Um, let's take some calls. Let's go to John. Good evening, John. Hello. John. Hello, Ian. John. Um, would you like me to say something now? Well, you phoned up, so I'm, I'm assuming you have a point you wish to make that's been missed so far in the conversation. I don't really have a point to make, to be honest, because I've not particularly been listening. I just saw on, I follow you on Twitter, and I was just driving home from work, as I quite often do. And um, I've never phoned into uh, to your show or to any show before. I've always been quite interested by the people who do, so I thought I'd phone in and see what happened. Okay, well, what's happened is you've come on the air. Yep. And now we have nothing to say. Yeah, that's the problem, isn't it? Let's do something about that. Okay, away you go. Okay, so uh, I quite often finish work at about 10 o'clock, drive back home and listen to either talk radio or talk sport or whatever I kind of feel in the mood for. And um, I don't really, uh, yeah, I, 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 I... I, I really enjoy listening to your show. I, you. I kind of find it a very therapeutic thing to do. Thank you. And uh, I wondered what, um, yeah, I thought I'd phone in and, and, and be part of it. Does that, does that sound like a reasonable thing? It sounds, no, it sounds, well, it's, it sounds both strange and both reasonable. Um, would you like to say hello to a regular caller? Um... I can't think of any of the names of the regular callers at the moment. Well, then let me introduce you to Ken. Ken, say hello to my good friend John. John, this is my good friend Ken. Good evening, John, and good evening, uh, everyone. God bless you all tonight. Yes, John. Hey, Ken. John, have you heard a bit of of the discussion that uh, Ian has been speaking about, John, earlier, about the... the Christian faith about Jesus Christ, the Son of God. Have you heard what he was discussing? No, not really. To be honest, mate, but I'm quite, I'm quite happy to have a little uh, to chip in. Yeah, well, I phoned, I phoned up Ian here. I think he's just pulling a, a, a trick here. But however, he did uh, mention something which is very true. He mentioned the fact that, uh, for example, there's people, young kids male and female, starving to death in the world, and uh, God has provided enough food in the world to feed everyone, but because of man's sinfulness and greed, uh, we refuse to feed the poor. So God is not to blame for any of the problems of the famine. We are to blame. We refuse to help them because we are selfish in our hearts. So uh, Ian was correct in making that statement. I believe. Yeah. What do you think, Ian? Do you right there? That sounds totally, uh, totally logical. Yeah. Yes. Well, there 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 is a problem in the world. Uh, David, isn't it? John. Oh, sorry. I'm sorry, John. John, sorry. There is a problem in the world, John, as Ian said, and uh, the biggest problem in the world is our sin. We're all sinners. That's what the Bible. Are you a sinner, John? Uh. Uh, well, 
Yes, I am. But, uh, I am. I'm a ten ten percent sinner. I think. What does that mean? I would say I I, I, I sin ten uh, percent as much as the average human being. What ten? So the average human being sins. You 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 do ten percent of the sin of an average human. Yeah, that does sound a bit extreme, doesn't it? It maybe does. I'll, maybe I'll maybe I'll up that a little bit. Well, you do the sin that is appropriate for for your life, and how does that leave you feeling empty? I bet empty and um, afraid. What when you do a sin? Well, no, knowing that you are sinful. Um, I don't think so. I've I, I, I've never done something that I'm truly ashamed of. And I feel shame all the time. I feel shame most days. But I, but, but I don't think I've ever done anything that I feel really ashamed of. I've never, I've never hit anyone. I've never... Where, why do you anyone. feel ashamed most days? Oh, just... Uh, I guess ashamed is the wrong word, but I, I feel like I, I let myself down most days. That's not the same as a shame, is it? And is it, are you upset because you're letting yourself down or because you're letting God down? Oh, other people, so, like, op- option C, other people, I, I don't feel sad when I let myself down. Ken, any, any suggestions for John? Yeah, I would suggest that we need to understand what the essence of sin is. Mm. What is sin? Well, the Bible tells us, we, we can only find out the truth from God's Word, and the Bible tells us what the essence of sin is. And the essence of sin is, we all, like sheep, have gone astray, and each of us has come his own way. The essence of sin is to go my way, go our way, instead of going God's way. So we're all guilty. I remember before I became a Christian, I used to sing that song by Frank Sinatra. I did it my way. Well, that's the essence of sin. Yep. Instead of going God's way, John and Ian, we're all guilty. We go our own way, and that's fueled by pride and rebellion in our heart against God, our Creator. So we're all guilty. But that's the bad news. The good news is, John... There's an answer. God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth on him should not perish, but have everlasting life. So God offers us forgiveness through his Son. So, John, John, there is an alternative for you if you choose to take it. Are you prepared make that choice now <laughs> good good question <laughs> what 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 i like is um well my question back back in return is uh is there some kind of merit system the more good deeds you do does that help you in the long run like i feel like i i do a good no, that won't, that won't help you, John. That won't help you in the least. None, none of us are good enough or holy enough to get to heaven. No, uh, that, that's the essence of religion. The essence of religion is to try and get a favor with God through our own good works. But the Bible says that salvation and forgiveness of sins is offered to us as a gift. The wages of sin is death. But the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. And when so it's you, sorry to interrupt, Kim. When it's put like that, John. Mm. How can you say no? Yeah, it does sound tempting. It sounds, it, it, it sounds absolutely well, tempting. Is probably probably the wrong word, but yeah, I know what you mean. <laughs> yeah, sounds lovely. 
Yeah, yeah but we have to understand what repentance means. See, repentance is more than just than asking God for forgiveness. Repentance is a sincere desire in your heart to turn from our sinful ways, change our way of life, and follow Jesus. But Ken, can That's I can I just check? But 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 because we're human, mm-hmm. even when we've made that decision that you've just put forward, we're not always going to get it right, are we? That's right. And if we sin, we have an advocate with the Father. Boom. God is merciful. He loves us, but he's also the judge. See, see, Ian, God yes. cannot allow sin to go unpunished, and that's why Jesus was punished in our place. Mm. Jesus Christ came to this planet Earth to take upon himself our sin and die as the Passover Lamb of God that you and I could be forgiven. The condition to receive that forgiveness is to truly repent to God, mm. turn from our sinful ways, and believe in the Lord Jesus Christ for salvation. This is nothing to do with good works. It's about faith in Christ and a genuine desire to turn from sin. John, I'm getting the idea... And correct me if I'm wrong, I'm getting the idea you're not fully convinced on this tonight. Um, I find it quite interesting. No, I'm not, I'm not fully convinced, but it, 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 he's painting quite a uh, binary... Yeah. Uh, well, it uh, is. It's, 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 it is binary, and, and we, we, now we've um, had binary defined on this show l- last week. We, all of our listeners... Know what it, is. it is a binary choice. Yeah, so he's he, he here, Ian. Go on, Kevin. Could I suggest something to you, Ian and John? Yes. Uh, yes. This is a, a very serious business. For example, when I worked in Canada, the first person who testified really of Jesus to me was the foreman on the building site. Mm-hmm. And the first thing he said to me, John, was at, at lunchtime, the first day I worked on a job in Windsor, Ontario, he came up to me and he said quietly, he said, Ken, he said, Jesus loves you and he's concerned about you. Now, I just disregarded that at first, but I began to think about that. Mm. And what happened was it caused me to start to pray to Jesus and help me to ask him to help me understand who he is. I started to pray. And that went on for about three weeks, and I was reading the Bible. And then one night after a Bible study at, my, at the foreman's house, I was driving home in my truck up the highway in Windsor, Ontario, and God spoke to me in my truck. And he said to me, Ken... Jesus loves you and died for you. And when that word came right into my heart, the conviction of sin came on my heart, and I asked God to forgive me of all my unbelief and my sins. And that's when I was converted to Christ, born again on the highway John, John, it's in got, Canada. It's got to be worth a punt, hasn't it? Hasn't it? Uh, yeah, but uh, no, it's, it, it's worth a punt if you are living bad life and you want redemption well by by life. not having jesus in your in your life you are living a bad life well if you are living a very medium average life so it's still sinful you're still exploiting you, you got a smartphone yeah uh i don't have a smartphone yeah yeah but you're exploiting um child labor somewhere in the world so that's quite sinful yeah yeah well, here's a thought um, for you. Here's a thought, John. Have you ever told yeah. a lie in your life? I, I, if, if I'm honest, totally got you there. Now, don't say you've never told a lie, because that's a lie. <laughs> that is a lie. Um, so if, what is if, a, if a person who make it into a more, more kind of like logical conversation? I, I, 
I I'd like to think of myself as, as somebody who does more good things than bad things. Yeah, but it's not it's not day. like all right, I've done seven good things today, so I'm allowed to do three bad things because I'm, it? like, I'm still I'm still in credit like by that's four that's bad by four good things. It's, that's not what it's about. It's about it's trying right. to make everything as perfect and as good as possible. I think that is sort of what it's about, mate. What doing seven good things so you can do three bad things? Thought. Like, like wow. I, I, I've never thought of it in that way, but... John, listen, I'm going to move on. I, I, it's an interesting talk. I've got to go to an ad break. Thank you for that. 0344 We've got Habiba, we've got Jerry, we've got Satdev. Ken, stay there. I'll come to you after this. You're listening to Late Nights with Ian Lee and God on Talk Radio. Late Night Ian Lee. Unfiltered Night Talk with the original king of unconventional conversation on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Um... Some people online saying I'm mocking Christianity. I think if you listen back, I've not said one thing that takes the mickey out of, that belittles, that um, insults um, Christians at all. I think I put forward a very calm and reasoned argument um, as to why God is real and um why i think other religions are wrong i don't think i have belittled i don't think i have made fun if you're insecure enough in your faith if there's that wobble in your faith that that that, that, that makes you think oh is bees having a, a pop then maybe you need to turn that question in on yourself and ask yourself what you really believe um we've got ken on the line jerry's here as well jerry you, th- you wanted to say something to ken yeah, Ken. Yeah, Hi, Ken. Hi. I'm very disabled. I'm disabled. I'm disabled. Why is Ken? Ken, Jerry's got Parkinson's. He's, um, how old are you, Jerry? 38? I'm Parkinson's 16 years. Right. Uh, uh, why, how come he's got Parkinson's, Ken, if there's a God? It's a good question. That's a, a, a very, very important question. Now, uh, what, I, what I'm going to say is not speaking to you, Jerry, but the, the fact of the matter is when God made creation, everything was very good. But when, when Adam and Eve rebelled against God and uh, refused to obey him, they ate of the forbidden fruit, the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, they fell into sin and mankind was separated from God. And we have been infected by our mother and father who are Adam and Eve. And that this world is now totally affected in every area by sin, including. But how does sin, Ken? Now let me interrupt because I'm I'm curious to this because as, as I mentioned before, my mum's got MS, which is very similar yes. disease to Parkinson's, and she got it at a young age. How how does Adam and Eve disobeying God and um, uh, giving in to temptation and eating the, um, the 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 apple? How does that cause Jerry's Parkinson's and my mum's MS? No, no, what, what was passed on was the sinful nature we've now received from our forefather, our father and mother. We are born with an infected inner man, a sinful heart. The heart is deceitful above all things and desperately wicked. We inherited that through the lineage of Adam and Eve. Now, the whole world. The original sin. Original sin. We, yeah. we are infected right from birth. But what happened is that there was a, God put a curse on the earth. Sadly, but that's because of sin. God is holy. And now 
even the human health is affected. In fact, the, the, the Bible says the wages of sin, the reason we die is because we commit sin. The wages of sin is death. Man was not created to die. No, in the Bible, what, what was Noah when he died? Noah was about 900-odd, wasn't he? Yes, he was a net of a Over 900. Yeah. But, Jerry, all I can say to you, Jerry, is only God can answer these things the way you like it to be answered. My understanding is that because of sin, our health is affected and disease has come upon his, God's creation. Now, Ken, can if it... Uh, I'm, I, you may or may not know the answer to this, I don't know. Um, if Jerry were to become Christian and to invite Jesus into his heart, would God... Uh, and would God be able to either cure his Parkinson's or would he make it easier for Jerry to accept his Parkinson's? I think the latter right. position there uh, yeah. would, be the, would be the one to accept, Ian. But however, the main thing that God mm. wants to heal us is our heart, the inner man. See, our hearts are deceitful and wicked, and God wants to give us a clean heart. And we only receive that when we repent of our sins sincerely mm. to God desiring to forsake sin, and we trust in Jesus Christ alone for salvation, then when we do that sincerely, God makes, gives us a new heart. So, Jerry, you can, get a, you can get a new heart, but I'm afraid the, your knackered, wobbly arms and legs, that you're stuck with it. Tin man. Say that again, Jerry. No, the Tin Man. The Tin Man. Hey, yeah, well, yeah, well, yes, the Tin Man is. Uh, many people have interpreted that really? story as. Maybe he's been taking the Yeah, interpretation of the Bible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Tin Man. Jerry, l- listen, Jerry, Jerry, listen, Jerry, please. Listen, life is very short. I'm 71 now. I don't have much longer to live. I'm going to die. You're going to die. The main oh, thing is you. to think about eternity. There's an eternity ahead. If you will turn from sin and believe in Jesus, when you die, Jerry, you will go to be with Christ forever. Put your thoughts there. Think and he's bought, he's, he, he won't have Parkinson's. Jangle, Jerry, he won't have Parkinson's in heaven, or will he? No, he'll be completely Beautiful. healthy. We're, we're given a new, uh, wonderful body at the resurrection in heaven. It's going to be absolutely wonderful. Jerry, but listen, thank you for that. I'm going to I'm gonna say that because we'll, we'll take one more question for you, Ken, and then we'll we'll, we'll, we'll move on. Um, Habiba's... I have a question for you, Ian, too, please, if you don't mind. Well, yeah, let's take this question, Ken, then of course you will. And and I need to, I need to have a quick word with you as well. Um, Habiba, you're through to Ken. Hello, Ken. Um, I, I, I'm not... Um, I'm not taking the mick in any way. I genuinely want to know. There's three entities that kind of make up the Christian God as such, which is the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Why yeah. do Christians worship Jesus? Why don't you just worship God? The Jews, the well, Sikhs, the Muslims, we all follow one God. Why is there three different entities, or two different entities, to reach the third one, which is God? Why don't you just worship God? Why worship Jesus? Well, that's a good question, Aviva. The answer is the Bible reveals there is one true living God. The God of Israel is the one true living God. But the Bible reveals that God in heaven is triune. God is one spirit, but he consists of three persons, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. God is triune in nature. And God the Father has sent his Son, Jesus, to die for us, and the Holy Spirit and raise him from the dead, and the Holy Spirit points us to Jesus for forgiveness. So God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit are involved in salvation, but there's only one true living God who loves us. But he is holy, 
and our sin separates us, Aviva, from him. So for you and I to get reconciled to God, we must deal with the sin problem, be honest, admit our sin to God, and ask forgiveness. And right, and so you do that through Hang Jesus. On. Hang on, Aviva, calm down. There's, there's Jesus, less of the attitude. Through Jesus. Right, so you never actually directly pray to God. You always pray through Jesus to get to God. Well, Jesus said, no man cometh unto the Father but by me. Right, I'm with you. Does that clear things up for you, Habiba? It does indeed. Thank you very much. Have a good evening. Thank you, Habiba. Ken, you want to... Go on, you want to toss me a question, Ken? Go on, she's gone now. All right. Uh, Listen, Ian, I appreciate you taking time to allow me to speak here. uh, But uh, you said that today... Were you joking when you said you knelt down and you prayed and you asked God to forgive you? No, 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 no. I knelt down and I prayed and I asked God to forgive me. Wonderful. Well, if you've done that sincerely, only God knows our heart, and you truly believe that Jesus died for your sins and rose from the dead, then God heard your prayer. If it's sincere, on I don't know. You know. Oh, listen, I am I am open to trying as many new experiences as possible, and I did it, Ken, and I did it, and I was Wonderful. sincere, and I would like to apologise for the way that I have spoken to you in the past. No, don't worry about that, Ian. Don't worry about that. That's wonderful. Have you prayed that? That is, I've been praying for you, and I'm sure there are other Christians who listen to the show who pray for you, James Whale, Asher, and, and the Pope. Uh, we, we love Pope. We, all we're trying to Did do you is say the Pope? Other folk. Oh, I thought you said James Whale, Asher, and the Pope. I thought flipping, heck. <laughs> but listen. Yes. All, all, see, I am a sinner saved by the grace of God. I'm not better than anybody. Now that I've received my forgiveness by the grace of God through Jesus, all I want to do now is tell others they can also receive the same grace and forgiveness Ken? and be reconciled to God and get to heaven when they die instead of going to hell. Ken, I appreciate you sharing your thoughts with us and we'll speak again soon. God bless you, Ian, and you. everyone listening. Bye-bye. Good night. Bye-bye. Um, we've got Satdev, we've got Graham lined up. Uh, you can join us as well. 0344 is the telephone number if you want to give me a call. God is real, God is love. Phone up and tell me why I'm wrong. The Wild Man of Late Night Radio is back. Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Graham, I'll come to you in a minute. Satdev has been waiting for an age. Good evening, Satdev. Hello, Ian. How are you doing? Good, thank you very much. Better than I have been. Good, good. Uh, just a quick one. I'll come on to the God uh, subject in a moment, but you're selling the GameCube. No, yeah. is it GameCube? GameCube, yes. Yeah. How come you're selling that? Well, because um, it doesn't work on the LCD TVs at work. Right, okay, so you need the old CRT. Yeah, you yeah. do, yeah. It, what The picture washes out, and I bought a new cable that might make it a bit better, but I'm so downhearted that I can't I can't be bothered to try it, and I realise it was a folly, and I've got a Nintendo Switch that I bring into work now instead. So uh, I'm putting it back up on eBay because I'm an idiot, and I buy things uh, on a whim without really thinking about the consequences. Right, okay, that's okay. Yeah, I might put a bid on it then, oh, mate. Cheap. So, you know, yeah. Yeah. Thank you very much, Satdev. You'd be very, very, very yeah. welcome. Yeah, because I'm quite into retro gaming. I bought the Snares, the Super Nintendo. It's a great machine. I tell you the problem what it is, and it's a known thing, is that um, by plugging it into an LCD TV, it, the picture washes out a bit. So you can sort of play it, but it looks quite bleached. And I, I and the GameCube is um, is full of um, indulgence for a second, dear listener. We're having a geek out. It is, uh, you know, it, one of the the richest, co- most colourful games machines ever made. And I just played it, and it was fun, but it broke my heart. 
and um, I felt like an idiot. So, I mean, I, 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 you know, it the, the cost me 55 quid, and then I bought some extra games for, like, about 15 quid. So, you know, I, I, I'm, I'm, I just want to get rid of it, because I'm an idiot. Cool, cool. <laughs> cool, it cool, works, well. it works, but I'm an idiot. All right, mate. Well, I might put a bid on it anyway. Well, you're, well um, if you do, that would be great. Cool. So, uh, the God subject, then. Yes. Okay, so, um, are you a Christian, then, are you, Ian? Um... I'm not totally sure what that means. Um, in the context of religion, you know, like, people follow a certain religion. Yes. Uh, were you born into Christianity? I was born exactly. Church of England. Yep. I rejected it. Yep. And now maybe I'm embracing it again. Right, okay. So, are you being, are you being sort of honest when you say, like, um... The, the Christian God is the only God, and all other all other religions are wrong. Then, yes, is that what you're saying? Yes. So, if you were born into another re- religion, would you yes. still think that? Then, um, no, I would hope that um, I, I would um, find my way to Christianity. Right, and it's the essence. Though. It's the essence of 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 religion, isn't it? That um, whatever religion one is, one thinks yeah. that the other religions are the wrong ones, that, that the other people are praying to the wrong gods. And so I'm lucky that um, yeah. that I was born into the correct religion. Right, OK. Um, so what, I'm quite fascinated about the subject of God, and I sort of watch quite a few videos on YouTube and whatnot. Oh, yes, the old YouTube and videos. One, yes, yeah, yes. One, of the, one of the things that I picked up from one of the videos I watched, which is quite interesting, was the guy said... God is a is a belief, and if you believe that God exists, then he exists for you. If you believe he doesn't exist, then he can't exist for you. Oh, no, it's so been scientifically that. proven that God exists. Uh, yeah, probably, yeah, probably has. Then, then I was going to come on to, like, because um, there was the God delusion, weren't there? I don't know what Dawkins. that is. You've not read the God delusion? No. Richard Dawkins? No. You know who Richard Dawkins is, though, don't you? I'm aware of him, yeah. So he's a scientist, and he goes down the whole evolution theory. Right. So he gives his argument, he gives his like scientific argument as to why God can't exist. Um, but another thing with God, I mean, is there... But, but, but also, then, a lot, of, a, a lot of people poo-poo Richard Dawkins, and um, he kind of knocks Islam quite a lot as well, doesn't he? Um, he does, and yeah. um, a, a, a lot of people just see him as a little bit of a, a stirrer. That he just he, he just says things to be controversial and offensive. Yeah, mate, yeah, po- po- possibly. Um, the other thing I was going to say, Ian, is like, do you think then there's like different gods than like? No, or, there's one true God, the Christian God. There's one true God. Yeah? Yes, the others are I mean, wrong. That, that that that's what the Sikh religion says. They said. There is only one God. It's not like a white God or, like, Indians don't believe in a brown God or, like, Muslims don't believe in, a, like, a, an Islam God. It's just there is just one God. He doesn't have race, colour or creed. God is it's a just, white man. Yeah, with <laughs> blue eyes. Yeah. Yeah, come on, Ian. I know you're messing around now. He's not, he's not white, is he? What colour do you? Voice. What colour do you think God is? He's not a colour. That's what I'm trying to say. He, he made God. man in his own image. It's not even a man, Ian. It's a God. You don't. 
Well, okay. Well, explain this. Why in in the Bible is he called he and him with capital letters? So obviously the Bible says that. Yeah, which is the word of God. Which is what was it? Moses said that. Was it Moses? Sorry. Was it Moses that said that? Moses Bible that said what? <laughs> the word of God. Mo- Moses didn't write the Bible. Well, he was given the he was given the commandments. Or he something, was given the he? Ten Commandments on stone tablets at the top of Mount Sinai. Oh, that's true, obviously. Yeah, well, that is true. Yes. Right. Okay. All right. Well, obviously God that's... was God made man in mm. His own image. What do you that What do you take that to mean? Um. So, God made the... man in His own image. Yeah, I'm with his... you. I'm yeah. with you. So, like, he's got a head. He's got ears, he's got hair, that's what you're trying to say, that's what, that's what God is, like a man, basically. So if you made... God, if you God, made right, 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 it's from, on, it's on, from Genesis, made, I'm going to quote you the Bible from Genesis, go on, right? Go on. Uh, Genesis one twenty seven. Then God said, let us make man in our image, according to our likeness, and let them rule over the fish of the sea, and over the birds of the sky, and over the cattle, and over all the earth, and over every creeping thing that creeps on the earth. God created man in his own image, in the image of God. He created him. It doesn't get any more explicit than that. What about women, then? Yes, he created um, uh, Eve from Adam's rib, and a bit of dirt. Yeah, so... Is not is a woman not an image of God? Then? No, but if you read the Bible, listen to this: God Go created. The clues are here, right? Go on, Genesis one twenty seven. The clues are here. Mm. God created man in His own image. In the image of God, He created him. Male and female, He created them. No, he. he you said He created him. I'm. I'm. I'm quoting. The Bible. The Bible. Yeah. I, sto- I stopped the quote the first time after him, yeah. but immediately after that it says he created him, male and female, he created oh. them. Right, I'm with you, so it does say that. All right, well, if that's what it says, then it must be true, then. Yeah, it must be. Satdev, thank you very much indeed. And um, have a little cheeky look at my GameCube on eBay. 03444991000. Graham, you'll be up next. Late night, Ian Lee. Unfiltered night talk with the original king of unconventional conversation on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. I'm enjoying this tonight. Oh, busy switchboard. Lots of you want to talk about this. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand with the Bible. Um, with faith, you can prove anything. Graham's on the line. Good evening, Graham. Hello, Ian. How are you? Good, thank you, Graham. Excellent. Now, what, the reason I was ringing up is because I was having problems because um, <laughs> with the chap in the, the conversations tonight, I've never chosen a religion, and obviously I can see now in the end, in the distance, I can see my life coming to an end because I'm 50 now. And um, I just, I don't know what to want to choose. I just, I just don't know what to do. What what do you mean you don't know what to do? Well, I've got to choose one because obviously the older you get, the more you think about these things. You don't things. have to choose one. I know, but what's going to happen to me if I don't? Well, you'll um, um, be in eternal damnation. 
Well, that doesn't sound really good to me. Doesn't sound very good to anybody. I mean, you know, so this is why, I mean, I'm up to probably about five. I've researched up to now. Which are the five that you've, you, you've got your eye on in terms of religions? Um, well, I quite like the idea of the Scientologist. The Scientologist. Now, what do the Scientologists believe happens to you when you die? Um, you well, end up at, you end up in um, Battlefield Earth, the John Travolta film. Well, I think you're going to be rescued by a spaceship. I'm okay, not too sure. that sounds sensible, doesn't it? Well, well, one of the reasons why it sort of was sort of appealing was because um, you give them all your money, yes. and then they look after you. Yes, litigious extremists, the Scientologists. I don't know. I would not recommend a religion that's based on a made-up book. Right, well, it's just, well, you know, it's funny you should say that, because quite a few come under that category. Um, well, what, 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 so that's number one. What's number two on the list? Number two on the list is uh, Catholicism. Right. Uh, so I quite like the sound of that one. Why does that appeal to you? Because they're very, very strict, the Catholics. I know, but they all seem very, uh, sort of well-to-do and well-off. I don't know, I think there are plenty of poor Catholics. Have you ever been to Africa? Well, no. Well, I mean... A lot of uh, the African nations, Catholicism is uh, the number one religion, and they ain't got a pot to pee in. Well, I'm, as I say, I'm not researched where they are in the world. No. Um, they've not come to that point yet, because obviously, I mean, you know, if it meant me going to that country, I would. No, you don't have to go to that country. I- I'm detecting a little bit of, um, fun in you. Are you? A little bit. Well, no, I'm, no, I'm, I'm, I mean, come on, you do, you, the older you get, the you, s- you, you sound, you sound older than 50. Thank you. You're well, welcome. I'm not, I'm, well, that's it, you just, uh, you sound like, like Fra- you sound like Frank Sybottom. Are you pinching your nose together? No. Say, thank you, boss. Thank you, boss. There we go, you see. <laughs> listen, it's, listen. Yes. Listen, I'm being serious. Yes. I know, I know sometimes you do, you know, push it the other way. Sometimes I do push it the other way, yes. Um, now, you know, you've obviously come to your conclusions, we can tell. Yes. Um, we don't force him down people's throats. Sorry? Don't, don't force him down people's throats. But if I... The thing is, right, if I knew something that was obvious to me and it could save your life why wouldn't i tell you about it well i see what you're saying but it would be if if i knew something that could save your life um and make your life better it would be criminal it would be sinful of me not to tell you about it well, that's right. That's why the Jehovah's Witnesses are knocking every week. I don't see your crowd coming round. Well, I've got the um, the good fortune to be on a national radio station. Well, that's true, but there's still people don't don't listen. There's but, thousands but hang of on, you're, you're, you're ang- you, 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 First of all, you're telling me not to force it down your throat, and now you're saying that Christians don't do enough to promote themselves. Well, at least the Jehovah's Witnesses is a little bit more effort. And it's visible. Okay. So that's a mark. Yes. I mean, you know, that's a plus. So you don't want it rammed down your throat, but 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 when they ram it down your throat, you quite like it. No. I'm 
It depends, doesn't it, on lots of things. What, well, that, that sentence means nothing. Try and say some words that, that have an impact. I need to make an informed choice. Yes. And I need to be informed, and that's why I've got, I've only got through five. Shall I tell you the best way you can, you can, um, get informed? But, well, no, you're, you're telling me that no. you've got this goodness that you want to pass no, on to no. me. I can tell you the best way to get informed. Right, Google. You get on your hands and knees, and you pray, and see what happens. Now, if I get down on my hands and knees, I'm not getting up again. Well... You never know. It could be a miracle. Graham, I've enjoyed sparring with you. It was, it was a, a, a lot of fun. Um, <laughs> Jay, good evening. It was, it was a fun call. I enjoyed that. It was fun. Fun is important. And he was a fun guy. Oh, God. I can't... I can't I've lost all my trains of thought. Do you, That's do, hilarious. Do you want me to come back to you I in like a minute, to... Jay? Give you a second no, to... No, I'm no? good, I'm good, I'm good, I'm good. Okay, good. away you go. Um, Okay, first of all, if God created man in his image, what colour would man be? What colour would God be, sorry? Sorry? If, if, if God created man in his image, what colour would God be? Well, God is white. Well, no, because the first men were clearly black. They were created in Africa, which is the, the cradle well, of... Well, hang on, 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 so, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. The first men were clearly black. They were created in Africa. Well, 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 well. The Garden of Eden wasn't in Africa. Yes, it was. No, it wasn't. Where have you got this from? Well, the earliest men recorded were in Africa, basically because Uh, there wasn't anywhere but uh, a continent that was... And and you know this this how, Jay, because you were there? No, no, have have a look at the history of how the continents were created. No, the no, I've, 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 I've uh, it's the, in the, the it, 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 what you're doing is yeah. you're arguing, logic. Well, well, no, that's not logic, you, you don't know what logic means if you're citing that as logic. You're arguing against my faith with no, your, no, no, with your faith. All you've no, got no, is I'm faith. Not. I'm not. You I'm haven't got facts. I'm saying, okay, I'm not contradicting your faith at all. Well, you are. You've, 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 you've said, you've, you've told me that, that, that Adam and Eve were not white, and you've told me that they come from Africa. So that's twice. But all you're doing is you're you're using <laughs> your faith, Jay. Jay, you're not getting the point that I'm trying to say. It's really important. I do. You're I do. you're just using something that you have faith in to combat yeah. my faith. But nothing in your nothing documented in your faith contradicts what I'm saying. Other than your preconceptions, but so but you're but you're but you're no but Jay you're Jay Jay where have you got all of where have you got this stuff from about the Garden of Eden was in Africa? Well, there was well. First of all, let's let's let's, let's put the Garden of Eden aside. The thing. Let's well, no, 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 no. Let's not put aside the thing that that completely destroys your argument. Let's let's no, 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 hone no, no, in okay, on the thing that destroys your argument. Okay, I won't. All landmass was centred around, near, around the equator, where Africa is now. And how do you know this? Because of continental shift. And how, well, hang on, hang on a minute, okay, we're, we're going to keep going back. How do you know yeah. about continental shift? Because it's an ongoing process that can be tracked backwards, it can be reversed. How can it be history. tracked backwards? 
because we know the continents are moving. How do you know the continent? No, 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 you're, you're, you're flipping and flopping. How do you know the continents are moving? Because it can be measured. How, how is it? And when did you last measure it? You're panicking, Ian. You are panicking. No, I'm not, Jay. You're avoiding the question. You're avoiding a very logical uh, series of questions. I know what logic means. When did you last measure it? Well, obviously, I didn't measure Aha. it. Scientists measure it. Okay, well, name me a scientist. Science. Name me a scientist. Jay, Jay, we're going to follow this through. Jay, yeah, name yeah. me a scientist that has measured you the shifting of the continent. Absolute swear word. You absolute swear word. That is, you know, that's not 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 how. Well, no, debate. I can. No, no, no. I can cite where my written text comes from. But you yeah, can't so cite where book. you can't cite where you're written. Well, so far all we've got, Jay, is a made-up scientific study. You don't know who <laughs> did it. You don't know when they did it. You haven't checked their evidence. You haven't got any of your own proof to support it. Let all you've got, all you've got, Jay, Jay, all you've got is yeah. faith in no, a book. No, no, no. Let me fin- let me finish my point, and you can pick holes in it. Well, I picked holes in that point quite well. All I you've got is faith in a book. Well, it, it is a known, it is a known phenomenon. No, it's not. It's not. It's not. You can't name one person that's right. researched this or where this right. study comes it's from. I can name the book I'm getting my facts from. You're very good at this, you absolute swear word. Right. Now, um, try something else. Do you believe the Bible to be literally true? Well, hang on a minute. Sorry, I thought we were talking... Have you conceded defeat on your, your, your thing about the continent shifting? Sure, fine. If you don't want to believe geographical evidence... Well, no, but you haven't you cited your... You haven't cited where you've got this supposed okay, geographical so let's evidence let's from. Let's move on. Yes, you win. The continents have never moved. Let's move on to Well, the I'm not one. saying they have or they haven't. You're not hang very... Hang on. You, you know you're going to lose this next one. I've Jay, you Jay, you're, you're not very good at this, are you, mate? You, oh. you have, you have, your first, the first thing, you, the first cab <laughs> off the rank that you were going to use to destroy my evidence, you, 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 there's a study somewhere that someone's done, you don't know when, <laughs> you don't know who did it, but it, it, it proves that, it proves that the Garden of Eden, I've never seen a continent move. the continents don't move? Well, you tell me who, where you got the evidence from. the continents don't move? You tell me, you tell me where you got your evidence the continents move. the volcano? Sorry? All because of continental shift. You Earth keep plane, saying this phrase, continental shift, continental almost shift. as if you believe it. <laughs> right. Do you believe God is all good? That's an excellent question. God is all things. Do you believe God is all powerful? Oh, we're getting into some heavy um, stuff. Um, I haven't quite made my mind up on it yet. Do you believe God is all-seeing? Yes, I do. Okay. Just to further this conversation, because we're going round in circles, so I'll say yes. The Bible Bible states in multiple books that God is all-seeing, all-powerful, and all-good. Okay. He can't be all three, or else bad things wouldn't happen to innocent people. Oh, have you... Sorry, have you not been listening... Is that the best you can do? Have you not been listening to the last hour? You, You talk about free will... Free will has nothing to do with it. Of course it what is. What about natural phenomena? It's absolutely nothing to do with it. Of course, of course it is. Course. There are starving children in the Sudan because of you, because of your arrogance. <laughs> what about what about earthquakes? Has that nothing to do with what men do? Well, how do you know? So you're saying global warming isn't real? You say one thing about the planet and then you contradict yourself. There are wasps 
that lay eggs in the eyeballs of children in Africa. And those unfortunate, and we, and we have the cure for that. We could stop that. But because of your desire to have cheap clothes and cheap but, technology, but we don't. It's your fault, Jay. God cannot be all seeing, all powerful, and all good. You, uh, Jay, I tell you what, you go back, you go back and you read about your continental shifts, because that sounds like a real doozy of a book. Uh, if you can find out who wrote it. And what the book's called. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number. This is easier than I thought. Across the UK, online and on DAB. Take a far out trip into the twilight zone of late night radio with Ian. Unmissable late night radio with the original king of unconventional conversation. Make contact with Ian. Late night, Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Um, the trip to New York is actually happening. Well, we booked flights now, so it's happening. Um, January the tw- uh, January, June the twelfth, Monday, June the twelfth to Friday, June the sixteenth. The show will be coming live from New York City. Um. And we've genuinely... Oh, Thursday, we've got Steve Gutenberg on. And I'm reminded, because if he's in New York when we're there, we're going to go and meet Steve Gutenberg. Mahoney from the Police Academy films. And uh, Cocoon, of course. Um, we've genuinely got some brilliant guests lined up. Three of them are kind of... They don't know what their diaries are going to be that week. And they've said that if... They, they live in New York. they said if they are in New York, then... Um, we can go and hang out with them and meet them and, 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 and sort of go and interview them. What we're kind of thinking, the idea that Kath came up with, is that we go and meet them at a place that's important to them in New York. Um, one of them has a dog, for example, and so we've suggested to him that we could go and walk his dog wherever it is he walks his dog, and we could do the interview as we're walking the dog. So we want to try and do... The show... The way we're envisaging it in our head is... The show will be live, but there will be big bits of it that are pre-recorded. So we're going to be going all around the city, um, interviewing really interesting people. And we've got podcasters, we've got movie stars, we've got pop stars, we've got some cool people. We've got a couple of expats that have moved over there and making very successful careers over there. Um, um, there will still be a phone-in element, but the whole show probably won't be a phone-in show. Um, but we, we reckon um, we're going to get some pretty amazing guests. And we're still two months away. And we've got some amazing people signed up already. Already. And um, we're hearing back from the New York Tourist Board, hopefully this week, about some other exciting bits and pieces that we've got planned. So the shows will be completely different from this. Uh, completely different. Um, but we think... We think you'll enjoy it. Me and Kath are going to put in a lot of work into this. And it is it is a jolly. Of course it's a jolly. We're going to be in New York. But we've also agreed that we are going to be up at the crack of dawn and we are going to be going all over the city, um, recording interviews, meeting interesting people, going to interesting places, and um, doing kind of touristy stuff that is perhaps, you know, is not necessarily the Empire State Building and, and the Statue of Liberty. You know, they're amazing the first time you see them. They're amazing the second time you see them. But, 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 we think we can find some little fringy things that will be um, a little bit different. We still need four places 
to do the show from, to sit and plug in our little box. We've got, we've got one. We're going to be using the studios at WFMU with our friend Amanda Nazario, who does a brilliant radio program called uh, Nazario Scenario, which is, I think is a great title. If you're going to incorporate your name into a title, make it a good one like that. Um, so we're going to use the, their studios uh, one day. But we need four other places, please, where we, it has got good internet. And I think, am I right in thinking the internet in New York is like a million times better than the internet we've got over here? I'm having terrible trouble with my internet at the moment. Awful. Absolutely awful. And I phoned them up and they, they said, well, it's, um, it's, it's registering 3.6. But if you've got fiber, we could, uh, I went, oh, I really don't want to spend any more money on it because it'd probably still be pony. Um, am I right in thinking in New York, they've got like, um, super duper, uh, internet as standard. So anyway, what we need is we need four places with good internet that we can plug our little box of tricks into. Um, we need, in my head, I'd love to just set up in like a little coffee shop in the corner of a, a coffee shop and plug in and do the show from there. Uh, I'd love as well, if you live in New York or if you've got friends or relatives who live in New York, I'd love to do the show from someone's house. Um, so have a think if you've got friends or relatives over there. They don't need to listen to the show. Um, but we'd love to go and do the show from their house. And they could bring in, you know, they could invite an audience. If they wanted to bring friends around, it'll be me and Kath and a box of tricks. It's like a big metal suitcase that we carry. And we just plug that into the internet and that's it. And then we kind of link up with Ed. He'll be back here. Ha 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 ha. Um, but if they wanted to bring, you know, friends and family around, kids, pets, all of that stuff would be absolutely great. So just get your thinking caps on and, and, uh, email me, ian at ianlee.com with your suggestions. And, and by the way, thank you, thank you, thank you. We've had some brilliant suggestions of guests, some of which we'd thought of already, uh, others we hadn't. Um, and, um, uh, I meant to show you my, my list of names, Kath. I brought my book with a list of names of people that I've emailed so far. Honestly, if we can pull this off, um, we think it's going to be pretty special. We think it's going to be full on, um, a week of pretty full, exciting shows and not just us doing the phone in show in New York, you know, from a hotel room. We, anyone could do that. Anyone could go, go to a foreign city, plug into a hotel room Wi-Fi, internet, and do a show there for three hours. What's the, what's the point of that? You, you can't hear anything. It doesn't, f- you know, it, it, the line quality won't be as good as me being here. So ultimately, it's a pointless experience. But we think we can capture, we can capture the essence of New York and broadcast it. I'm really looking forward to it. 0344 is the telephone number. Um, calls are drying up a little bit, which is fine. We're talking about God and about Jesus and why the Christian faith is the right one and all the others are wrong. And it's interesting, isn't it? Um, what you can argue with a blind faith and um, a book, what you can argue, you can bat away any. And Jay had a go. I, I would give Jay the caller just before the news. I would give him five out of ten for effort, six out of ten for enthusiasm. He's very enthusiastic. Um, but with faith and with a Bible, you can win any argument. It's it's easy. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Yes, Hannah. Um, bop, hip hip hip. There we go. Um, what was I going to say? I don't know. Oh yes, I've got good news for you. Yes. And um, because you've been sharing about God and Jesus, your name has been shared in heaven. Well, that's fantastic news. And how do you know this? It's in the it's in the word of God. 
I don't quote me where it is. I know, I just know it is in there. Hang on a minute. What, do, what does this mean? So if someone talks about God, their name is... But there yeah, are angels about, talking about them in heaven. If you share about Jesus himself, your yes. your your personal name, Ian Lee, or Ian, <laughs> um, will be shared in they, heaven. They don't do surnames? I don't know about... Oh, don't, you're taking the mic now. No, I'm not. Um, I'm, no, I'm not. Genuine. And some people on the Facebook page are saying I'm taking it. Not at all. Genuine question. They don't. Do they not do surnames? And if they do do surnames, will they do Ian Lee or will they do my my birth I surname, really Ian, Ian Rugby? To, I really don't know the answer to that. But you br- you brought it up. I did, but I don't know the answer to that. So you you only know- half understand the concept that you brought up. I'm just saying for clarity. Yes, Ian. But I do know your name will be shared in heaven. But you don't know if it's my full name. Or if it be no. my birth name or the name I've chosen. No, I don't know the answer to that, no. Okay. No. But I did think you were taking the mic to begin with at the beginning of the show. But I'm leaning towards the fact that you are being not, you know, listening to others. And I thought it was really good of... Um, I always listen to others. I know you listen. But you sound but, surprised. You sound surprised. Well, it's only because you've been, you've been mean to... Myself before, and you've been mean to... When have I been mean uh, to you? Well, because you brought up cancer with children before, and you didn't say I didn't have the answer to it, and I didn't know what, I, well, I didn't know what well, the hang, answer... Hang on, hang on, hang on. That's not mean, this. That's, that's challenging. That's questioning. Well, yeah. It's not mean. I, well, no. All right, I apologise for what I just said then. I forgive you. But, <laughs> all right, but I mean, I gave my life to... I'll share my story then. I gave my life to the Lord about 16 years ago, but I wasn't born into a church or a religion. I was born into Christ. I was baptised into Christ. And why did you choose Christ and not Allah or Jehovah? Because, and it's not, I don't think it is because of where I was born, where you were talking about yesterday. But you were were born in this country, which is, is, is still often perceived as a Christian country. Yeah, I mean, yeah, so uh, it, it, to agree, it, it probably you do have a point there. Yeah, but uh, if, if, I mean, if my you'd, pen, have, if my you'd p- have chosen religion, where you say you you've been born in Pakistan, you would probably, although there are exceptions, of course, but you would probably have become a Muslim. Yeah, but I mean, I've I've been witness to certain things in 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 my life where I've thought, you know, this, you know, God is God is real. You know, I've seen, for example, a- actual miracles. For example. For example I've seen someone come out of a walk out of a wheelchair. But what you know. was, what was wrong with them? Because I've seen that. Well, they could they had um, oh, I can't remember the name of it. It was something to do with the cancer of the leg, and they couldn't actually physically walk. And how do you know? And you know this how? Um, I was at a crusade. Um, oh. And have you seen these crusades? I bet you have. Yeah, they quite often have actors or people how do you know know they're actors oh because i've researched it and they quite often have people who have and this is and this is true you should look into this they quite often have people who 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 kind of rock up at these dues with a bit of a limp or have got crutches and a very very kind soul will say oh get rid of those crutches come and sit we've got a wheelchair we've got a wheelchair and we'll take you to the front, and you can see, and you'll get to see. So, quite often, these people arrive walking, badly, but walking, and they are given wheelchairs, which is a kind thing. And then, in front of an audience, it's made to look like they can't walk 
but actually they could walk a bit and they didn't come in a wheelchair and and they get up and and they walk so quite often um what is being presented as a miracle is not often a miracle well, it all comes down to personal faith, whether you believe or you don't. You well, no, know. but what's interesting is you said you've seen people who can't walk get up and walk. Well, you don't I know. Have, I, I have witnessed it. Yeah, but, but you don't know I that have... they... What, what, where's your evidence that they couldn't walk? Well, I, you know, I could have asked for their doctor, you know, doctor's certificate so you or whatever. Didn't, you didn't know them I before. Didn't. You know, and I'm just saying this because we, we have to be clear. You you, well, you didn't know them before. You have no evidence that they couldn't walk. No, I know, but... It, did they know, say to I, you, Hannah, before this, I could not walk? No, they didn't personally tell that to ah. me, no. OK. But I've also... But I have had personal... Where's the next miracle? Well, in my life, you know, I don't think I'd be alive today if it wasn't for having God in my life, if I'm honest. You know, I've been on points of committed suicide several times, but I've had a small, small voice in my head saying... Don't do it. Each day is a small chance, you know, a chance of being with him. Because if I take my life, that is it. Can I ask, so if one commits suicide, you don't go to heaven? No, you don't. Why is that? I I haven't got the the full answer, but I just... You've taken your life in your... You've made that choice. Right. It's up to, it's up to God when you go. Okay, so if you commit suicide, you d- you don't go to heaven; you go to hell. No, yeah. Struth. I know. Well, then, then that's a good thing that that came out of it. Yeah. Well, it's it's hot. It's difficult. I mean, I've I've also had difficulties with ch- the church as well. You know, it's it's not easy. I mean, I've got my parents are part of a church, and they've said to me, um, having depression is a demonic thing. Which is completely incorrect. It's, it is a chemical imbalance in your brain. Um, and I am unwell. But um, I still hold on to my face each day. And I just keep hold of that, you know. And God bless you for that, Hannah. Thank you, Ian. <laughs> but you've still... Your little bit of faith today, Ian, whether you believe it or not... Well, I do believe it is faith. (laughs) That's a good thing. Is asking whether you did ask God into your life or not. Um, That is a small mustard seed of faith that's implanted into your life, which pleases him. Thank you, Hannah. Okay. Bye-bye. 03444991000. Dennis, Julie, stay there. Come to you after this. The Wild Man of Late Night Radio is back. Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. 0344 is the telephone number if you want to give us a call. Uh, let's see Dennis. Dennis. Good evening. I just want to say how excited I am about your trip to New York. You deserve it. I hope you have a damn good time while you're over that, and I shall certainly... Make sure I'm listening to it. Thank you, Dennis. You're very kind. Uh, as for that other lady, get up and walk. A lot of that is self-hypnosis. Oh. Well, self-hypnosis can't explain... No, no, but I mean... ...people being able to get up and walk again. Well, it can, because if they're in no, pain by sitting down, self-hypnosis, you kill the pain and stand up. What? It said you can you can get rid of the pain by convincing yourself you're not, you haven't, you're not in pain. Yes. 
get up and walk. How, well, okay, I'm, in, I'm genuinely, and I'm not making light of what you've just said, my elbow is actually killing me at the moment. Yeah. This, this tennis elbow is really painful. How do I stop the pain, then, by convincing myself? Doing self-hypnosis. Go on, then. Well, I can't tell you how to do that. It's up to you. Oh. Think about it. Oh. However, yes. that is a lot of that stuff, I'm sorry. Uh, and I'm not. Don't, I'm not talking. But we've got Do one you leg. Don't up worry, Dennis. Right, Let, Joe. All joking aside, right. You're 92, 93 soon. Yeah. Yeah, and I shall be listening to you in June. Yeah, I doubt it. Do probably because either <laughs> I'll probably get the sack before you die. But no, no, you won't. Do you not worry? Because you're right. Let, listen, any of us could die at any minute, right? But, yeah, so but what? statistically, you're a bit closer to it than we are. Oh yes. Do yes. you not worry? No, that, I'm not. Uh, hang on. Let me ask the question, you silly sod. Do you, otherwise you'd be worried about me giving you a slap. Do you not worry that, um, about what happens after all this when we die? No. Not at all? No. Doesn't concern you one bit? No. The only trouble is, I've already arranged for a, for a, for a, for a be burned. Yes, to be burned. Well, that's cremation is the word you're looking for, yeah. I'm fire brigade on, on standby in case with my fat content and alcohol. I'll probably take them three weeks to put me out. Well, you never know. One of my friends has threatened to take a pinch of me and put me in an egg timer and make me work. Oh, I would definitely get put in an egg timer <laughs> when I get cremated. No, it, but you it, don't. No. Wait, you don't worry about what's on the other side. No, not in the least. Because a lot of people do worry about it. Yeah, I know that, but. I expect whatever, whatever comes, it'll either be there or not be there. And I don't know. And nobody's really come back to say, to say that there's any other way. I've heard all these Maybe other... heaven is so nice that people don't want to come back. That's right. Because it could be so perfect, so blissful, that why would they want to come back and tell people? That's right. I mean, I, I'm just not going where my mother-in-law is because it's too bloody hot. No, you never know, Dennis. You never know. No, no, did you? Dennis, thank you very much. All the best. Could All you? Best. Oh, could you do me a favour? We had um, some people uh, who complimented you on your slamming down of the phone yesterday. Could you just say to me, "Up yours and slam the phone down"? No. Go on. Up yours and slam the phone down right now. Yeah, I didn't, didn't mean say say slam the phone down. I meant slam. I mean, anyway, it doesn't matter. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Uh, Paul has emailed in. I don't normally do emails and texts, but but Paul has completely misunderstood the trip to New York. Okay, Ian, you have asked for people to email in famous people you might want to interview when you go to New York as a suggestion. I say, Ian, my thought straight away that I bet you cannot organise is to get hold of and speak to Woody Allen. He is total New York. If you manage this, I will bow at your feet. Well, yeah, we probably won't. It's not a competition. <laughs> it's not, we probably won't. Although he's playing with his um, jazz band when we're there. But tickets are like $225 a piece. I'm not that bothered. Because you won't... T- um, but no, it's not a challenge, Paul. It's not like, I bet you can't do this. We're looking for genuine suggestions of people that we might stand a chance of getting. So, you know, no thanks. Um, Julie. Hip, hip, hip. Hip, 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 Julie. Um, I just had a question. Um, as part of your giving up the drinking and the drugging, yes. etc., did you uh, enter into a 12-step program whereby you believe in a higher power? I'm not prepared to answer that question. Why? Because it's private. If I did or I didn't, it's private. Okay. Um, 
in which case I think of another question, which is, um, as a new Christian, how um, old do you think the Earth is, or what's your take oh, on... Oh, no, I still think it's millions of years old. I think, I think that, that, that uh, there is compatibility with the Bible and with science. I'm not one of these that think it's 3,000 years old. And then when they, oh, what about dinosaurs? Well, they took eggs on the ark. I don't, I don't buy that. That's one of the arguments of it. Oh, they took eggs, dinosaur eggs on the ark. I don't buy that. I, th- I do think it's millions of years, billions of years old. But I do think it was designed by God. Okay. All right. Okay. Don't I've feel awkward about that question. It's just a question that I, uh, that it, uh, it, <laughs> it, if I had or if I hadn't, um, it's it's something that I don't acknowledge either yes or no, and I've been asked that question before, and I just think that the answer, okay. whatever the answer is, is private. No, and, and I respect that. I was only kind of going along. No, with I know, and I don't, and I don't think would... I don't think any less of you for asking. So don't don't feel you've okay. offended me or anything because right. you haven't. Okay. All right. All right. But there's a bit of an awkwardness from you. There is a little bit. Well, there shouldn't be. Let it go. Let it go. Let it go. (laughs) Shake it. Shake it out. Speak of this again. Okay, Tom. Ta ta. Um, no, 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 it's just one, I've been asked that before, I, I never really kind of, um, it, I, it doesn't matter either way, does it? I don't drink, I don't take drugs, I used to drink, I used to take drugs, don't do either now, beautiful. 0344 499 1000 is the telephone number, for the first time this evening, um, we've got no calls lined up, B- busy old night, isn't it? And more and more new callers, well, I've just remembered as well, we've not recorded a trail for tomorrow, or for tonight's show at 10. I've got no idea. I tell you what, Kath, why don't you come in here? Let's have that mic open, Josh. If any calls come in, you take them. Um, let's have a little break. You can still call in about what we've talked about. Ah, and I tell you what, dear listener, maybe you can help us. We've got 35 minutes. Uh, we like to record a little 15, 20-second trailer or advert for the show, and we send it off to um, Peter and the team upstairs, and they, they put it together, and you'll hear it play throughout the day. I assume I've never heard one. I don't know. Um... But I don't, and we did one f- for today about the, the God and things. Um, I don't know what to do on the show tomorrow that we can put into an advert. So if you've got any ideas, dear listener, 0344 499 1000. Catherine, you're the producer. Produce. Oh. Well, and that's the, si- that's the no, sound no, no, I'm no. used to. That's my thinking sound. Yes. We could do something like. Mm-mm. The question you've always wanted to ask, but never dared. Oh, what, like on local radio or something? But better. It's like a local radio phone and you want to do. Okay, I was thinking big, but you want to do a... Go on, give me an example of big. Well, the the vibe that you're in is what's your favourite sandwich? No, it's not. Yeah? No, it's not. What's what's the best biscuit for dunking? Although that's also an excellent phone (laughs) (laughs) The thing is, we could do what's the best biscuit for dunking? What's your favourite sandwich? filling uh, uh, or, or uh, at the moment yeah um that that like cheese and onion double mash-up thing that tesco do oh, that's nice i like a plain um, sandwich but, but that and um bin collections they you are guaranteed to have the phones ringing off the hook with boring stories i know so um here we go There's, i've got the trail i've got the trail go on what's your favorite sandwich filling What's the best biscuit for dunking and bin collections? They just don't come often enough. We won't be discussing any of these things on the show tonight. Boom. Unless you want to. Well, I'd rather they didn't. Yeah, I know. Stop it there. Cut the tape. Print. Roll. Do you want to go and do that? That's our trail. 
Josh can do that. Josh, do it. There we go. That's and the trail done. Email it to me, and then I'll. I don't see today. Josh's fingers working. You don't. Oh. They're a blur. Oh gosh. Okay. They're a blur that's being held up. Maybe go and just nudge him in the right direction. Go and nudge him in the right direction. He's young. He's not. He, he didn't live through the seventies and the eighties like we did when we had to work blood. Shut up. When we had to. You, you, you were the late sixties. We had to work bloody hard. You can come back in. Just crack a whip. Really? Yes. There we go. That's how you do it. But I still don't know what we'll talk about on the show tomorrow. 0344-499-1000 is the telephone number if you want to give us a call. Passengers dragged off full jet. This, I mean, you've all seen the footage, haven't you? You've all seen the footage of the, uh, of the gentleman being dragged off the thing. Uh, and I mentioned this earlier, that what the papers are trying to do now is um, give us a backstory to the guy that got dragged off the plane. Turns out he was a bit of a, bit of a player. I mean, he's, he's got some misconduct uh, he's a doctor, but there are uh, claims of misconduct and maybe even sexual impropriety. So what? 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 What is that? What has that got to do with anything? Why is that relevant? Firstly, the thugs that yanked him out of his seat and smacked his face in the armrest and humiliated him by dragging him down the plane, they wouldn't have been aware of that. And secondly. So what? So what? You can't, you, you, you can't justify a multi-billion pound, I don't know if it's billion, a multi-million dollar organisation roughing up, beating up, humiliating one of its customers just because of what that, that customer may have done a few years ago in their work life. You can't justify that. I mean, I know it's it's in the age of the internet and, and um, you know, every idiot, every former sacked radio host, every, um, you know, um, bra-loving um, podcaster, in that age um, of we all point the finger and shout um, that it's fashionable to have a go at these people. He's a, he's a fella who got dragged off the plane. Why the hell are they trying to dig up dirt on him? Dig up, find out who who dragged him off. Find out who gave the order to drag him off. Find out about how the, the, the CEO of United Airlines has just been handed a massive award for PR. Pepsi are loving United. I saw this on Twitter. Pepsi are loving United. Now you like United are loving Sean Spicer. That's the way it goes. We'll go through the papers for the last 30 minutes. You're welcome to call in if you want. 0344 499 1000. Late Nights with Ian Lee and God on Talk Radio. Late Night Ian Lee. Unfiltered Night Talk with the original king of unconventional conversation on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. 0344 499 1000 is the um, telephone number. If you want to give us a call, you can. You, you know the, the score. I know we're getting loads of new callers and um, loads of new listeners. If you've got a Rage Our Diary, don't forget to tick it, guys. Um, but the way this show works, and we've kind of gone off the, 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 the track, the format in inverted commas, a little bit the last couple of days. Um, but I will sit here. And I will talk about stuff. And you can call in about the stuff I'm talking about. Or you can call in about anything else you want. Literally anything else you want. There there are no limits. Brexit. I kind of 
you know, the feel is a bit a bit tedious and a bit dull. But anything else, even I've I've lifted the ban on Trump as well. That anything else is fair game. If you want to call in, I mean, if you want to call in about Brexit, I, I suppose you can really. But what what is there to say? I'm certainly not going to introduce it as a topic. I don't even really introduce topics. I was listening on the way home last night. I mean, the two mics are on tonight. Um, but I was listening to a, to an, another radio station on the way home doing a phone-in. Oh, God, it was so tedious. It was so tedious. And the, the, the woman phoned up to, to disagree with the host about something. And she said, well, you know, I often phone in and, and uh, disagree with you. And, 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 and we have a good old, uh, a good old ding-dong. And the host was going, yes, we... We certainly do, and but I always enjoy your calls. They're always so lovely, and we 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 disagree on quite a few things. But it, it really is great. It really is great to have your flipping heck on this show. If you phone up and we disagree, well, we'll we'll, we'll try and have a reasoned debate. It may descend into an argument, and then we shake hands and walk away. None of this. Well, I do. I I respect your opinion, um, but I would just like to say that uh, I. I I, I disagree, and I hope you won't be offended by this. I di- oh, for goodness sakes. It really was insipid, dull nonsense. So th- this show's a bit more freeform, a little bit um, more... Uh, say in your face. I'm certainly not going to say uh, we think outside of the box, because anyone who uses the phrase we think outside of the box doesn't think outside of the box you think inside the box you're in a box and you're thinking from within that box by using the phrase we think outside the box that implies that you are pretty tedious in your line of thoughts that makes sense i kind of got bored of that sentence halfway through i do that sometimes i get bored of that sentence halfway through oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand uh tom yeah, I uh, here. I've got uh, eight. Sorry to interrupt. Um, I've got three quick points to get through. What are you listening to so, in the background? I'm listening to Claude Debussy. Wow, listen to you. Well, yeah, I'm not being heavy. I just wanted to break up the atmosphere a little bit. I wanted some background noise. Beautiful. No, I love it. It's great. I normally do the beds, but that's great. I, you, you keep that going, fella. What, 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 what are the points you want to make that have been missed in the debate so far? I haven't listened to all of the debate. There is a fourth point now. Why don't you use a bed? Because everybody else—not everybody, but a lot of people do. Um, I do sometimes. I've, I, I just kind of forget. Some shows I'll do it, and some shows I. Could you turn Debussy down ever so slightly? Oh, He's slightly dude. overpowering. French impression. <laughs> it is a crescendo moment. Yes, okay, it was. Right, it was, it was a very be- beautiful moment. I'm glad we shared it together. Yeah, it was beautiful. Okay, here we go. Right, the first bit you won't like, but it's not controversial, so if you don't mind. Okay, uh, I'm not criticising Islam, I'm just saying that Western European culture and Muslim culture might not be compatible. That was it, that was fine. What makes you think think they might not be compatible? They're too different, they're so variant, we have such different ways of human rights. Human rights, animal rights, women's rights, women's for, rights. For, for example? Oh, dude. So, if 
if you go to the Muslim world, they have a different way of looking at animal rights, or human rights. For example, uh, you're, you're not, you're, you're not, t- listen, turn the music down, because it's too loud, it's too loud. It's comforting. <laughs> well, it's too loud, it's too loud, it's annoying me. Uh, yeah, but I don't want to get into the, the, the pretty Well, no, but no, but the thing is, you can't, Tom, 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 you can't... You... saying, you're trying to tell me they've got the same human rights, it's like... No, no, but Tom, this is the thing, you can't, you can't, no, 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 you can't phone up and make a sweeping statement like, the two, the two cultures are incompatible, and then hope to move on to point number two without being challenged. You accept that? I was, no, I totally accept right, that. Right, okay, so give me, give me, me an example, give me a specific, quick. give me a specific example. Yeah, uh, okay, halal, I, I think that slits the throats of the animals. But why is that, inc- why is that, that, uh, why is that incompatible with their Western culture? I'm fine with it. Uh, You'd get arrested, I think, if you're a farmer and you did that, and people no, saw you in, no, in the eighties well, no, and nineties no, and filmed well, no, you. Well, and well, you no, no, you wouldn't. You wouldn't. It's it's. It, you know who else? I slits? think it's considered human. I think it's considered animal abuse. I'm not saying it's. No, no, it's not considered. It's not considered. Tom, it's not considered animal abuse. It's a legitimate way of slaughtering um, animals. Do you know who else does it? Who else does it? So you've not really researched it very well, have you? No, I mean, we can talk about all sorts of... Well, no, but let's, so let's talk about this. Let's talk about this. There, is, there are another group of people who've been here a lot longer than, than, than um, you know, vast amounts of the Muslim population here. So we've, we've okay. had this method of, of slaughter for, I would say, probably about at least 100 years. Okay. Because... By um, who? Who does this? Who does it? Without, without stunning the animals, though. Sorry? Without stunning yeah, the animals. Yeah, 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 yeah. A... Yeah, in this country, yeah. Okay, well, okay, maybe... I can tell, I can tell you who does it. Oh, go on, then. The Jews. It's called kosher. Okay, yeah, well, maybe they're wrong as well. Maybe they're different. Maybe, I'm I'm just So Jews, now, now the Jewish population is incompatible with the West. Uh, if you go to Israel, people, a lot of people would disagree with this, but they don't have the same treatment of women there they don't have the same treatment you keep saying the same treatment of women so you're now saying that jews and muslims are incompatible with 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 british culture no i'm saying that jews may be compatible but muslims not why not muslims but but jews may be and muslims may not because if you go to a muslim country they have a different way of treating women and a different so it, way okay of so it's it's so okay human so the, so the, the the animals was misleading you didn't mean animals you meant women no i meant animals women and okay so in that case jews aren't compatible with, with with british culture because they kill animals no, they kill animals they the same way muslims do I didn't know that was uh, the case. But, but yeah, uh, and, and isn't that interesting? Wrong. You didn't know that was the case. Yeah. And, and so Jewish people have integrated within society because you didn't know that. You also know that some women in the Jewish faith wear wigs. Did you know that? No. Because they're covering their heads. Right. They wear wigs. Okay. If you go to Golders uh, Green, as I do quite a lot, because my therapist lives just up through it, um, yeah. you, you will quite often see uh, a, a, a particular sect of the Jewish faith, the women wear wigs. They cover their heads, but, but they cover them with wigs as opposed to headscarves. So, again, I'm going to ask you, Tom, are you saying that Jews and Muslims are incompatible with British society? And if not, what, give me one specific example of where Muslims are not compatible with British society. Okay, can I just say for a start off, I'm not saying no one is, I'm saying they may or may not be, I'm just proposing They an may argument. or may not be, that's not saying anything. Well, uh, what I'm proposing... You may is or may not be compatible with British society. 
Yeah, that's true. But as anyone, but it doesn't mean anything. Saying, it's true, but it's meaningless. No, what I'm saying is, if yes. you look at the way that certain governments, certain Muslim governments act, but Muslim government, what's a Muslim government? Uh, Pakistan, Saudi Arabia, okay, right. Somalia, but, but Iran, Muslim Iraq, governments, are, but Muslim go- governments are not trying to integrate within British society. Well, Your statement when, wasn't Muslim governments are incompatible with integration Muslim, in British society. Muslim people create yeah. a Muslim government. Give me Muslim one. Culture. You've yet to give me one example that highlights why the Muslim uh, uh, people of the Muslim faith are incompatible with British society. First of all, I said they may be, and one example is... Well, by you saying they may be, you've brought forward this theory that hasn't been discussed on the show, so I'm hoping that you can give me one example of why they may be incompatible. If you leave the religion, you should be killed. Is that true? I don't know if that's true. Apostate, you're referring to. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I believe that there are some extremists who believe that, um, but there are yeah. some people who are not extremists, the majority, who don't believe that. I think you've kind of bought into a myth that um, all apostates are, are hunted down and killed. There are some extremists that believe that, yes. But yeah, that's a tiny enough. minority. There are some extremists that believe blowing themselves up on a bus is a good idea. But that's a tiny yeah. minor- minority, and you know that, don't you? I, I, I appreciate that, that it's a minority, but I don't know if it's that tiny. I think people... How big is the... How big is... Shreya... How big... Hang on a minute. How big is... You never let me finish your point, dude. No, because cause you, you're all... <laughs> you're flipping. I'm trying to focus you, Tom. I'm doing you a favour. I'm trying to... Trying no, you're to... interrupting me every no. time I go to make a point. Well, no, because you, you, you keep going off on different points. You, you, okay, so what percentage of the Muslim faith, in your opinion, do you think it's acceptable to go on a bus and blow themselves up? Because I said it's a minority um, and you disputed that. No, I didn't. I agreed with you. I said it was a minority. But no, you, ju- a you just said you didn't minority. think it was a minority. I think it's about... No, I know that there have been opinion polls that have shown about 27% have extreme views. I don't know whether they are... Where did you see that poll? I think it was a left-wing newspaper, wasn't it? The Guardian? I don't know. You you tell me, where did you see that poll and who who carried it out? I think it was the Guardian. I think it was a left-wing newspaper about 10 years ago. You think it was the Guardian about 10 years ago? And what what were they asked? What was the question they were asked? They asked if people should be either killed or imprisoned for criticising Mohammed, right. and I think about 27, 28% said, yeah, they should. And I'm they not should be killed or them. imprisoned. And look, can I just emphasise, I'm not disagreeing with them. You're I'm not disagreeing saying, with them. No, so I'm you're agreeing with them. Not, no, I'm just saying, is this compatible with Western European culture? Well, so, but it's a survey, and the question was, should people who criticise Mohammed... Well, then yeah. you can't cite it as an example, Tom, you, 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 because it, you, it's grounded in no reality. You know that no, there are... There you know was, that... Tom, Tom, uh, you know, because Muslim, it's argued, and I don't know how true this is, that, that Muslims think that gays should be, um, should be illegal. Yeah, there's certain aspects of their culture. Is that, is that compatible with, is... with British culture, the, the Muslims saying that gay, homosexuality should be made illegal? That's that's obviously not compatible with right. how we live right. our lives. Do you know Do you know how I lost my last job? I think I that you lost your job because the government like controlling broadcasters and they no. used that as an excuse. No, but not, I know no, what no, not at all. Not at all. The, the reason I lost my job was because I no. argued with some fundamental Christians who also yeah. believe that homosexuality should be illegal and so should abortion. 
Christians. Yeah. So yeah, I know, I know. I'm not. I'm but not, what you're saying, you've, you've, you've cited Tom. Listen, you, you, you're embarrassing yourself. Let me tell you. you I'm, well, I, you, well, you are honest, because you've cited. You open to talk about this, but well, no, you, you, it was a first. Tom, it was your first point, no, so you were open this. to talk about it. You're not just going to come on and fire off comments like that and then not have a conversation. God. No, 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 no. That was your opening. Well, the opening gambit should have been, I want to talk about God. Listen, you've cited two examples of where Islam is not compatible with the West. The way they no, kill their animals, not, and we've, then we've also talked about homosexuality. Human, well, well, human rights. Do you, well, you, rights you say and, human uh, rights, but, but, you, but you give me a specific, because the way they kill their animals is how the Jews kill their animals, and uh, their belief, the belief that some of them have about homosexuality is also the belief that some Christians have about homosexuality. So give me something that is specific specifically to do with islam okay in the quran it says kill non-believers what, many, what many passage times. does it say that in i don't know i think it's tom, it, tom, it more than one tom tom you've been listening to too many tommy, tommy robinson speeches okay no, 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 uh, you fine. you have listen, tom listen. tom tom, tom you're spouting is, you're spouting you, cliches you and you've been listening to tommy robinson I've not read the Quran, so I don't know. Have you read it? Uh, well, I haven't either. Well, no, then, no, so no, you don't I mean, know, Tom. I've seen quotes. I'm not saying it's right or wrong. If if there was a no, if, you're saying it's wrong, Tom. You're saying it's wrong. Would be believed. Tom, I would follow it. I Tom, would, I would Tom, agree. you're saying it's wrong. You're not you, you, this argument. You keep putting forward. I'm not saying it's right or wrong. You're saying it's wrong. Um, listen, go go away. Good effort. Six six out of ten. Well, you kicked off with that dude, and I'm late for a break. So I'm going to talk about quantum physics as well. Okay, we'll say that for another night tom thank you very much indeed guys just don't listen to tommy robinson <laughs> that's the thing when i was when we were at the other place god he was we would walk around like the cock of the north and it's just no I'm not interested thank you tom um not quite sure what the point was but don't here's the thing don't don't phone up and say i've got four points and then hope you can just rattle through those four points um i don't think muslims are compatible i hate jews i'm not saying this is what tom was saying i hate jews um and queers should be you're saying something that's contentious then i'm gonna you know i'm not the overnight show on lbc i'm gonna challenge you okay guys okay thank you for that um ollie come to you after this late night ian lee on talk radio we have ways of making you talk seem to have a last minute burst of phone calls and um, there's there's still time if you want to get on there's a few minutes oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand this is very busy for a tuesday night good evening ollie hi hello ollie um i just had a question for you about um your faith personally are um, you on hands free yeah um, i'm just on the speaker should i take it off yes please yes because it sounds terrible hello hello yes much better Okay, so, um, with your experience of faith, how did you come to find it? Why do you want to know? Um, I'm a recovering alcoholic and addict. Right. And uh, it's, like, part of my research into myself and my own recovery from my mental health problems, yes. as well as my addictions. How, um, how long wondering. have you been clean and sober? Um... A hundred and three days. Yeah, right. cards. I dumped that. That's a yellow card. One yeah, more of those. I got to let you go. But um, uh, but I know you were saying it out of celebratory um, uh, yeah. joy and excitement. <laughs> um, well, here's the thing. I don't have a particular faith. I don't have um, a particular um, love of God. I was um, experimenting this evening. To yeah. see how 
easy it would be, or indeed how difficult it would be, to argue from a point of faith. So tonight I've imagined that I am a uh, Christian, um, and it turns out that when you have blind faith, it gives me, and I'm only speaking from my experience this evening, uh, it has given me the ability to knock back any criticism of that because there is an answer for everything now some of the people that phoned in have not been very good at arguing so they were easier to knock yeah. back than others <laughs> but, um it was easy to find quotes from the bible that fitted the thing about god made him uh, man in his own image yeah it was easy to do that i did get down on my knees and pray today because i knew i was going to do this so i thought yeah. I, if i'm going to come on and do it then I, I need it to be grounded in some form of reality so i get, did get yeah. down on my knees and i did pray um but um i did not feel the spirit of christ enter me um yeah. but today was this evening was i thought an interesting experiment for me in in uh, terms of arguing in me to try for me to try and get a perspective on on how um religious people f- feel because there is a lot of love in religion but there is also yeah. a lot of i am right and the other gods are wrong there is a lot yeah. of you know whatever faith it is whether it's islam or it's it's being jewish or it's being a christian there is a lot of we are right and you yeah. other ones are wrong. You're backing the wrong horse. And I, it was actually, it was quite fun to feel part yeah. of a team and point the finger. Now, that doesn't help your recovery and your journey. Um, I have another question for after. <laughs> uh, no, well, so uh, so what, what, when you say your research, what are you doing? What research are you doing to find um, out about I'm yourself? A, I'm an art student, so I'm basically going back into all my history and all of the religions I've been introduced to throughout yeah. my life. Um, and how, you, how are you finding about you, you, I mean, religion might be an answer for you, it might not be an answer, it might um, be a religion you've not looked at, it, it could be I, anything. Yeah, um, with me, the morals behind all religion are very similar. Yeah. But it's the human interaction with the message of the divine or higher power or God, whatever you choose to call it. Yes. Whether it be Allah, whether it be Buddha, whether it be Jesus Christ. Um, it's a human interaction that has caused problems in the past with religion. So like the written text in a Bible was written by a human yeah. and it was their interpretation of what God told them. The message behind all religions, pretty much, is just be nice to each other and, and yeah. get on with everyone. And, and if you see someone who's a bit sick, try and help them. That's it. Yeah. That's it. And yeah. that's a beautiful message. You yeah. can't argue with that. I, I would yeah. suggest that one doesn't need religion to do that, you know, that you can yeah. do those things without being religious. Um, yeah. But if that if being religious helps you be nice to other people, then yeah. that's that's cool, man. Yeah. Um, and sometimes, you know, some people, when they are, um, uh, uh, um, I was going to say battling addiction, but I don't like that phrase, but when they're, they're dealing with addiction, and addiction yeah. is a disease, um, yeah. that, that uh, help from outside, from a spirit, whether that be God and Christ or Allah or, you yeah. know, Mother Nature or a flipping tree, whatever it is, yeah. <laughs> sometimes sometimes it can be. And so, you know, I know people that have got clean, and, and for them, their God is like going out and walking in the woods and being with nature. Fine. That yeah, works for them. Beautiful. <laughs> it's good, isn't it? Yeah, brilliant. Ollie, listen, I'm going to go because there's one more call. Um, no, give us fine. a call again when we've got a bit more time. Um, and okay, um, uh, you. You, you keep on uh, walking that path. You're doing good stuff. Well day. Nice one, Ollie. Good luck, mate. Thank you very much indeed. Let's go to uh, Mark. Last call of the night. Good evening, Mark. 
Good evening. How are you? Good, thank you. Good. Okay, so um, I'll just rang in tonight to put my thoughts across about what's going on in Europe, the UK, uh, America, Syria, etc. You've, et you've got a minute and 12 seconds in which to do it. That's not really long enough, I'm afraid. Well, you should have called up a bit earlier, I'm afraid. <laughs> There's nothing I can do about it. The two mics are coming on. Okay, well, I'll tell you what. Um, I'm not going to waste my time then. Let's just uh, leave it leave it for another time. Okay. So, okay. You, you, you'll waste my time. Well, I'm not wasting your time. But if you're only gonna, if you're only going to give me a minute, well, it's not. I'm only going to give you a minute. It's oh, it's all the time I've got. I've been on for three hours, Mark. You've had three hours to call in. Well, well, why why put me through then? Well, why or, don't don't blame or, Catherine or, for it? You phoned up. Poor organisation. No, it's poor organisation on your part. I've been on since ten o'clock. Don't phone up three what? minutes before a I've show. Been queue for an hour. Now, now you're giving me. A you minute. haven't been queuing for an hour. Don't lie. I, I saw exactly when you called in. Fake news, isn't it? Fake news. You are you are a fake news. <laughs> Speak to you tomorrow. Bye bye. Bye bye. What an absolute bell. That is a a, a Cundy Goldstein listener, if ever there was one. Been waiting for hours. You just called in, you muppet. Talk Radio. Intelligent, organic entertainment. Talk Radio. We'll get you talking. 